Greetings, couple fans, and welcome to week two of March, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. we're in week two of March. It's time for my pick. My pick, finally! WrestleMania, baby! Woo! <laughs> welcome to WrestleMania! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this is, of course, my pick this week on the Lost Art of Wrestling. Shut up, Bunkle. Okay, Ped. Fuck you. <laughs> Every goddamn time. Um, of so course, we'll this week. <laughs> Crack. This week, we're taking you back to 2002. Toronto, Canada, in fact, at the Sky Dome, where they held WrestleMania 6. For 68,700 and something people, for the one and only, it's WrestleMania 18. Every major sport has their special event. The NFL has the Super Bowl. Major League Baseball has the World Series. The World Wrestling Federation has WrestleMania. WrestleMania is the biggest show by the biggest company in the entire world for sports entertainment. To a lot of fans, it's bigger than a Super Bowl. To me, it's certainly bigger than a Super Bowl. WrestleMania is called the granddaddy of them all. And you stand on the grandest stage of them all. It's that time of year when you're on the card at WrestleMania that you stand before millions of people and you stand before your peers and it lets people know that you mean something. That's the ultimate dream is that bell rings and you're standing across the ring looking at another guy and you guys are the main event at the biggest event that there is. It couldn't mean anymore. Having that spot means everything to me. WrestleMania 3 was the greatest moment of my life. 93,000 people in the Pontiac Silverdome. I got Andre the Giant over my head and I body slammed him. The wrestling world stood in awe. WrestleMania, it's fever, man. There's really that X factor and intangible I can't explain. You just have to feel it. It's pressure, but it's that good kind of pressure. That's an adrenaline rush every single time I step through that curtain. This is the showcase of the immortals. It's a time to shine and to take that spotlight and make it mean something. Eight months of my life was spent in in a rehab facility, going through a lot of pain and, and hard times. All with one goal in mind, once again, getting a shot to be WWF champion, once again, having the opportunity to get in the ring and and go to WrestleMania. This is my comeback WrestleMania. This WrestleMania, WrestleMania 18, will be the biggest WrestleMania in my entire career. Tonight, on the biggest stage of all time, this is my biggest chance to make my mark in history and to be remembered and acknowledged as one of the greatest. I'm here because I want to prove that Hulk Hogan is the Babe Ruth of the WWF, and I don't want anybody else to take that spot. This match, a matchup of this magnitude, the enormity of this match uh, means so much, and it will be a torch passed on to me and letting me know it's your turn, it's your time, you're the best. WrestleMania is undeniably the most magnificent. It's the biggest pedestal to be put on. It's my biggest dream, and now it's my biggest reality. God, there's no feeling that can be like that in the world. It's nothing but 100% pure adrenaline. That's what the memories of WrestleMania are made of for me. So let's watch. I'm yeah. sort of half watch, but talk about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, we're going to skip over Saliva straight away. Because they're shit. <laughs> but the song, I will, will point out, their song was also the intro. What they used for this was in Rest- Legends of Wrestling 2. 
Oh, yes, yes it, it was. was. Superstar. And we're going to jump straight into our first match. Which is RVD. With his theme on the forcible entry album, which is available now because it's not on Kerrang! Music Volume 2, unfortunately. And that is it's not RVD. Euphem- and that's not euphemism for rape, that's an actual album. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Van Dyer at his first WrestleMania. And before he got Pyro, looking like a young man. Because he was a fairly young man. <laughs> Against... Mr. I'm sure Van Damme is on one of these shows where it's like they're just sort of like, it's like yeah Van Damme on the X, X years old it's like <laughs> been pro this long like what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Rob Van Damme is fucking at this point in his career he's absolutely fucking sensational yes I mean ECW was his formative years when he got to WWE or WF at this point he basically perfected his craft yeah in my opinion William Regal, the, Hit. the, oh, champ- boy. the champion out. Oh, boy. Second. Your, oh, boy. Your boy and mine. And o- mine. Opening WrestleMania for the second year in a row. <laughs> in an IC title match. Because why would you the not... second year in a row. This is it. But why would you not open the ma- open WrestleMania with a, with, a, with a trusty set of hands like yeah, William yeah. Regal? Because well, yeah. you know for a fact he's going to give you a solid match. Well, it's that trusty hand with the power of the punch. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, power <laughs> of exactly. Punch but that's it. You know... Like you say, you know Regal's good enough. You know he's he's gonna put on a decent match. It's gonna be to time, and you know it's it is a perfect opener, really. Yeah, great fucking shit out heel. Yeah, absolutely is. You know it's typical Blackpool, really. <laughs> yeah, Jr. calls him the greatest counter wrestler in the WWF. He's not wrong. Uh, that's what I thought. I was this like, guy's holy over- shit, yeah. <laughs> things are, this guy's overdue a role of Hall of Fame entry. Let's just be honest. Let's be so let's, let's get that yeah. out of the way. He's overdue a fucking Hall of Fame entry. Yeah. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, anyway, straight on. So our commentators tonight, mm. Jerry the King, Lola, and... Good old Jim Ross. Absolutely. Along with Carlos Cabrera and Hugo, Hugo Sanovic. Sanovic. That's the one. Spanish. Spanish Inovic. Spanish Inovic. <laughs> Spanish with a bitch. <laughs> that's why I'm the talent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Along with your referees this evening, we've got Mike Yoda, Jack Doan, Brian Hebner, Earl Hebner, Jacqueline, Jim, Jimmy Corderas, Ted Wong, Nick Patrick, Chad Patton, Charles Robinson. Max Sparks and Tim White. Um, <laughs> the actual action in the ring. Regal going for the power of the punch already. And gets it kicked out of his hand. Yep. Gets the looks out of his I hand. Love that spot. It took forever for him to find them though. Which was He was just trying to get past his massive penis, that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, someone's gonna make a penis joke here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you leave it to me. Again, it's that thing with Regal, like you said on the seventeen show, it's like Regal's got a really weird body. He has got a strange body. He's like he's like got a cube. He's like he's, he's like built in cubes. It's weird. <laughs> he's, you say he's got a body like someone off Minecraft. Yes. <laughs> Regal is Minecraft before Minecraft was Minecraft. Regal, Regal is Hero Brian. That's who he is. But yeah, Regal oh, is a god amongst men in the wrestling ring anyway. So he can be he can look however the fuck he wants. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's but fucking Regal's awesome. already bleeding from the mouth, which he seems to do a lot. Yeah, he got busted open it's, hard way. Yeah, he, Van Damme though, isn't it with the kicks? Yeah, he's like stiff he as fucking Van Damme. Let's be honest. 
I think there's a bit of payback in this match at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if Regal gives him some. There receipts. is definitely fight. There is yeah. But also the same. I love that. Yeah. The leg scissors. Yeah. I fuck. I didn't write it down. I, I went to say it was like oh. Just showing the replay then, what the springboard back kick. Yeah, that's what busted him right in the, in the mouth. That's so, like that's so smooth. That fucking yeah. leg scissors. Damn, I was like, wow. Yeah, that is a really, really nice technical spot. It just shows you how good he was and how yeah. smooth he was. The thing is, it's something, you know, even in this match, especially, it's something that you know would work for Eagle and RVD would not expect. This is it. Another fucking stiff kick. And then, obviously, the Irish, Irish whip. Net, oh, I love this net breaker. E six L. Yeah, it, it like he lands on the back of his head. Yeah, I mean, I've I've put this as six L from RVD. He could sell fucking fire to an ice cube. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's fucking insane. I mean, there's no fucking there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no words for that, is there? No, there, there was, there's, there's no thinking about his future. Like, this is fucking mania. I'm putting a fucking, I'm putting yeah. a show on. But yeah, Regal with a busted grill. Ooh, nice super kick. Yeah, that right was nice. Rolling thunder, reversed, reversed. Ouch! Arr. Right, knee double knees into the back, and then I believe we get a half Nelson suplex, uh, which yeah. looks sick as fuck. Uh, underhook bomb first. Underhook. Oh yeah, the underhook bomb, which I really like. Which was yeah, that was nice. And then is it the regal stretch. stretch? Reverse. Reverse, yeah, into a roll up. Into a small Inside package. cradle. Oh, small package, yeah. So what signs still delivered? Yeah. <laughs> he just catches him on the floor. I think that's the payback there. Mm. Just fucking clocks in one. <laughs> oh, this move looks. Is it the half Nelson? This is the half Nelson suplex, which is. Oh, it gets reversed first, is it? We've got RVD. I think Regal was trying to one-up himself on the, the Exploder German that he did last yeah. year. Yeah. Nice drop kick. It was a nice drop kick. Always my cap for a nice drop kick. Oh, monkey flip. RVD's over. Crowd are already fucking into this already. Considering that they basically got crickets on the way out, it's some quite... Surprising how much they got into it so fast. Well, this is it. Are you surprised? It's Regal. Well, yeah. Here you go. This is it. This is fucking brutal. Oh. oh. <laughs> how good did that look, though? That's Concussion City, that, though, isn't yeah. it? Fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. RVD's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. He's, he's dead. He's, yeah. He's dead. Adam loves Amore. Hell of it's sign, that sign. <laughs> that was uh, never, never proven. I've been acquitted on all charges. <laughs> what a god almighty. <laughs> oh, Michael picks up his brass notes that got kicked out of his hand. Yep. Yeah. 
Pick it up later, as yeah. um, King says. <laughs> Picking up later. <laughs> <laughs> Ref takes away those ones. And then he's got, he got another one. one. <laughs> takes it down and it's... Boot to the shops. Is it the five star? Uh, yes. This one finishes, isn't it? Yeah. It's the end. But the five star should always finish a match. Absolutely. If he's going to hit it, it has to be the end. Because he sells it so well as well. And RVD gets his Intercontinental title win at Mania in 619. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, no. Adam was Andre. Andre. Who the fuck's Andre? Well, Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from the man who's only half a man. Absolutely. Fucking gangster. <laughs> anyway, good opener. It was very good opener. Three out of five. I put great action, yeah. great pace setter for the rest of the night. Cracking opener. Yeah, I just I, I put exactly the same. The only thing I'd say is maybe it was a little short. But I, I'm not left. I would, I'm not left disappointed. No, I would say actually, I, I'm gonna, I disagree with you there. I think it actually was pretty much probably the right length. Yeah, pretty much. I'd say. Oh yeah, yeah, not, you can skip it. So yeah, we're going to skip ahead now. With you know, to the next match, we're going to basically go straight to the matches. We have a bit of a shitty Christian promo. <laughs> yeah, which that, was, well, it wasn't great. Let's be honest. It was basically he turned on DDP on Monday night, so now we have. This yeah, match. we have one week of build. Basically, yeah. one week of bill for this match. Still love Christian's theme, though. Yeah. Du, 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 oh, not du, that du, bit. The Christian! Christian! But I love the way he um, tried to get cheap heat on him, because obviously yeah. you're in his hometown, but he fucking denounces his hometown and says he's moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, instant heat. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes, he looks at all. <laughs> and I just put as well, DDP is a face... Was that a thing in WWE? Yeah. Because they never mind him even holding a fucking belt. I don't even remember him winning anything. Oh, he was a motivational speaker. Yeah. That's what he is. He went from being a stalker to, to motiva- being a motivational speaker, basically. And then got the European Championship. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't well, even... they had nobody else to put on. But they had one week of build. One fucking week for Mania. Yeah. I, know. I know. One week. That shows how much the European title got devalued. Well, this is it. It was on its way out at this point, wasn't it? Yeah, basically. It's, yeah. So DDP coming out. It's me. It's me. It's DDP. Jerry Lawler hates DDP, so <laughs> we get no positive DDP commentary through this match. Josh is not gay, apparently, <laughs> according to that sign. Whoever Josh apparently is. Whoever Josh is, yes. Josh Matthews, you cunt. He's shit. That escalated quickly. He's shit, I'm sorry. But yeah, Christian attacks before the bell. Just so he can hold the bell up. Just so he can hold the bell, yeah. For no apparent reason. Now this is where he's going through the tantrum stage. It is. Oh, they botched an Irish rip already. Yeah, it was not great. Redo the spot. 
Yeah. So yeah, here we go. I didn't even notice that in the notes. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, I like this move. Gut wrench. Gut wrench, knee buster, whatever you want to call it. I said uh, gut wrench, gut buster. Yeah. It, whatever it was, it looked cool. Yeah, typical lot of DDP over the top rope spot. And Fowler takes his jacket off. Yeah. Because he won't feel the benefit if he goes outside. <laughs> He's not far away. <laughs> Those cold Toronto Aples. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking Baltic out there. Yeah. But yeah, he's... Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say on this match, I'm brutally honest. It's very no. much just them going through the motions. Cause yeah. It's, like... it's a very raw match. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hell's because it's got a week of build. Oh, yeah. This, this, There's no... The ten-punch reversal. Christian in control. There's nothing really stand out for me. No, it's... it's really just going for the motions. They could have done it on SmackDown. Yeah. And saved themselves a match on Mania. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously they want to get the guys on and then give them a payday. That, yeah. That's Which the only is reason, fair. It's the only reason they're on this now because they've got like a year's pay mm. apparently for right. Mania. And what only that as well is so. obviously these, the, the European belt obviously still got to be defended. Yeah. And there were no such thing as a pre-show back then. They could have done well, this on the Monday. On the they Sunday had a match heat. on Sunday Night Heat. Oh, okay. Mr. Perfect, Landstorm and Test, faced Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty, and Albert in six man tag. I bet they love that. I bet they, did they get a WrestleMania payday. Probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my Jacqueline God. as a special guest referee. Ah. So okay, so, so why couldn't we have Lance Storm on WrestleMania then, since Lance Storm is actually really, really entertaining in the ring? And really, really good. Yeah. Pass. Instead, but then it raises shit. the question: <laughs> If like we've got right, we've got Landstorm, Mr. Perfect, and Tess. What do you do with them? Fuck it, it's probably a tag match. Yeah. Why would they ever tag together? <laughs> and Rikishi won with the Banzai drop in three minutes and six seconds. The Rikishi was good. Yeah. Back then he was. Yeah. This was after the whole "I did it for the rap." Yeah. <laughs> I did it. For the people, Nathan. Oh, I think that's what. Shut your mouth, you fong wearing fatty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually have written not much of note in the match. There really isn't. <laughs> that's what I thought. It's just this typical raw match, basically. That's it's very like, raw. It's very SmackDown. It's very average. It's very average. You got the ta- you got you got <laughs> the tantrum at the end. DDP gets the win. With the diamond cutter in six minutes and eight seconds. He does. Yeah, we're we actually just going to skip over this shit, aren't we? I think. Yeah. I mean, so I put two point five out of five. Now it's special. That's it. I and mean, that's it. Pretty much it. Yeah. Obviously, finish with diamond cutter, like you say. And you got the speech. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's not a good. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. DDP celebrates in the crowd. And, you got a and the rock cuts the promo away, makes the coach say his prayers, and then tells him off his head. What up, G? What up, G, you sick freak? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. It's a typical rock, paint, and copy and paste yeah, promo. Yeah, it is copy and paste, yeah. Goldust! And then we go to our next match. Maven versus Goldust for the 24-7 hardcore title. Absolutely. So, for all we know, this match could have started yesterday. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, but this is back. This is this is this is an example of the twenty four seven rule working to perfection. Well, 
as I've got listed on my notes here, which aren't from Wikipedia. Hey! Or are they? Maven versus Golden. Anyway, it's Mike Dudley pin Maven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I'll say about Goldust is how this gimmick is still going now, I will never know. But the fact yeah. that he has gold weapons does add to the hardcore division. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gold weapons do... They do add know, a little bit yeah, to it. Yeah, they add a little bit. It's like a bit unusual. Yeah. I mean, you, when you think hardcore, you don't think gold dust. No. You think Raven. You think yeah. Spike Dudley. You think people like that hardcore Holly, Al yeah. Snow. Yeah. You don't think gold dust. Yeah. And it adds a little bit of a flavour to it. What you don't also think of hardcore type, hardcore is fucking Maven. To be fair, I really like Maven. Maybe looks, because of his theme. His looks, theme was amazing. He looks like a very young uh, Loki. The tough enough one theme. Yeah, yeah the tough yeah. enough one theme. But, like, I don't know. I, I Do I think, yes, he probably should have developed his character a bit more, which is why he ended up getting released. Yeah, he probably should have done, because... The whole, I'm Maven, I want tough enough, can only take you so far. Yeah. A couple of months tops. Well, well he, he dragged it into, further. like, years. Yeah. You know. I don't he's know over he's here, though. Like. This is the weird he is thing. Over. He's over. He was over when he eliminated The Undertaker from the Royal Rumble. That was insane, that moment. That was brilliant. It was fucking great. And I love how, like I say, it obviously just... Goldust just goes straight for him, straight for the fucking jugular. Yeah. But you can do that. It's 24-7. Well, yeah, yeah. this is it. <laughs> and so he just fuck, just annihilates Maven right away. This is fucking gnarly, though. This oh, not, yeah. <laughs> the fucking leg drop across the neck when he's hanging off the edge of the, ba- the barricade is fucking sick. Yeah, this is pretty nice. He... It was not it's nice. Not shot, isn't it? Or a throat shot, but still. <laughs> Uncle just prompted me to what's on next. <laughs> Needs more gold weapons. Oh, he brings out some more gold weapons in a minute. I have to say, Maven bumps like a boss in this. <laughs> Maven looks fucking awesome. What I also noticed as well, it's in the micro, the ring is mic'd up to fuck. Oh, yeah. Those, it just so much as land on the um, thing, it sounded like a gunshot going off. I wish that had got actually hit. Yeah, that would have looked great. Because his dropkick's awesome, it's just Goldust didn't hold the trash can up high enough. Small package! Sign sales. Doesn't deliver. <laughs> Doesn't deliver. Doesn't deliver, no. He put attempted. <laughs> Netbreaker. Put one of them fucking part one of them slips through the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next door's got it. <laughs> Is he in your bin? Oh, here we go. Is this the gold shovel? Golden shovel. It's Triple H's shovel. <laughs> to be fair, so, I so, love the way that he improvises with this. This is great. Someone's getting buried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <doink. laughs> 
I bet that actually hurt like yeah. a bitch. Yeah, I bet like a motherfucker. He's selling it, he's he's selling throat, it on his throat, but it clearly hit him in the nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it would hurt more if it hit splash you in the damage. nipple. Splash damage, not your splash damage. Splash damage. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that came to, like, the right end of that came to right in the nipple, though. That would be Oh, that would be sore. He, I, he should have, seriously, should have, like, he should have sold the nipple. Fucking jumped out of the, the bin. Yeah. Selling like a boss. He is selling like a boss. He's bumping like a motherfucker. It's like, yeah, gold, gold dust can manhandle me despite only being five pounds heavier. It's <laughs> <laughs> really ridiculous. No, I'm not just him talking about stage for the match. That's so what you want to do is like, well, this, this, this is like, These look like they're made out of fucking tinfoil. <laughs> yeah. They knock each other out. Yeah. Doink. But this is what annoys me, though, because... Later on, we'll have chair shots and there'll be fucking... Lo- like, just watch 17. 16 yeah. chair shots to put The Rock down. One shot with a trash can pins your hardcore Sp- champion. Spike Dudley turns up <laughs> with his own ref and wins the hardcore title. Spike, <laughs> looking like a child. Gold does rate my dad's sign. <laughs> Gold does rate my dad's sign, yeah. Brett is fat, apparently, whoever Brett is. Crash Holly runs him off. Crash Holly like a fucking ninja. <laughs> yeah. Crash Holly, R.I.P. I, I was about to say, I'd like to see uh, Gold's Maven talking backstage for the match. That's what you want to do. And like, Gold's just like, this is a match where you die. Yeah. <laughs> well, put anyway, two out of five. Meh. It happened. It happened. <laughs> it was there. It was good. <laughs> for what it was. Yeah, it was. For what it was. They had the um, live act of Drowning Pool that acted as the promo for Jericho Triple H. Yeah, that's what And it made me realise how fucking fit Steph was back then. Yeah. So that's alright. Now she just looks like a soccer mum. <laughs> and then you've got, obviously, that Crash and Spike fighting about Al Snow and what have you later on. What's going on? Oh, there. Yes, now we jump to Drowning Pool doing Tear Away. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to jump over that. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're going so straight to the fight. We're straight backstage. We've got Spike Dudley and Crash getting, Holly. Getting twatted. With a big wall of cardboard boxes. No one knows why. <laughs> <laughs> it's structural integrity of that staircase, do you not know? <laughs> Off comes Al Snow. With Teddy. Al Snow with Teddy Long <laughs> in the golf cart through the cardboard. <laughs> he gets Red Ring of Reft. Red Ring of Reft, yeah. <laughs> straight through the wall. <laughs> Spiked all the off a tyre. So, so Al, Al, how was your appearance? Well, I went through some boxes and died. <laughs> <laughs> Spiked all these trying to escape. He's running away. He's running what's away. That? He's running away. And what's that? There's a hurricane <laughs> coming through. Spiked all running like a woman in a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> The horror hardcore champion <laughs> flies in after like with big big show just holding some rope there for Hurricane. He's like, right, you just swing in when you when you're ready, son. Come on. Al Snow just runs from his bit. <laughs> Al Snow pretending being um, Ron Simmons before it was a thing. Yeah, that was our you know the thoughts. I'd probably think that's probably what he thought of the fucking drowning pool performance. Because they weren't great. No, they were shit. <laughs> so we go straight into now Kurt Angle versus Kane. 
And Kurt Angle starts off with a um, promo, I believe. He does. He gets a massive crowd reaction, which I was quite surprised about. Yeah. Well, well, when he when they fir- when his first music first hit, we missed it on that. But they jump and up and cheer, and it's like this is kind of yeah. And if you, if you notice as well shit. on his uh, like ring, uh, the graphic, oh, yeah. it says like Kurt Angle, and it says www.kurtangle.com. dot com. Yeah, <laughs> rather than that, it's like his fucking Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all it's have like, their yeah. own little. You, need, you need to go to the, the, the media page of www.kurtangle.com to read more about Kurt Angle and what he's getting up to. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, yeah they're on have their own little personal <laughs> websites, didn't they? Yeah, it's like their own little like MySpace thing. Oh god, I remember that space. Do you want to read some mad facts? Because that's why <laughs> I, I went to read mad facts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that thing that you brought in where you could upload your own pictures, like wrestling pictures and that, and someone put up naked pictures of China. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I don't think they really that. thought this through because they weren't being moderated, so they were putting up like China's Playboy pictures. Fucking hell. <laughs> Bit of casual racism there, saying Kurt Angle is the reason why I'm proud to be Canadian. <laughs> nice. Lots of signs for him, though. Yeah. There is. how low in the card he is. She was at a similar spot to last year, actually. What well, is like the midway point, technically? Yeah. To be fair. Right. Yeah, it's like a fantastic go, shade. Going full heel in black singlet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So he's basically slagging off the, the Canadian figure yeah. skaters. He's like, I'm not a good guy. I'm going to get some I'm out not of a bad thing. guy. I'm an American guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this match, Jerry Lawler consistently shouts about head trauma and about yeah. head traumas Kane has suffered. Uh. Going off the recent like concussion things yeah, that we've had like in sport across yeah. the world, I'm not. I'm going to try not to draw attention to when he does it, but I'm just going to put out there that he does. Yeah, and it's quite gross. And what? Well, not only, <laughs> not only that, they do bring it up, but Kane doesn't sell it one bit. No, <laughs> ever <laughs> in the match. Yeah. Oh, Kane might have some head trauma. Oh, he just bonked on his head. Oh, he's up again. Yeah. What head trauma? <laughs> yeah. So. Like, Okay, you know, maybe if you're going to sell it, tell him that you're going to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I say there was no promo to this match either. Uh, you know, like, no build. No, no. Well, there was no video package. But they do say on commentary that Angle bl- blames Kane for him not being in the main event. So that's why we have this match. Okay, so what? I don't know more than what Edge Booker T's got going for it. This is true. Well, we'll get on to that later. We'll get on to that when the match shows up. Because it's actually about shampoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's WrestleMania worthy. Okay. Kurt Angle, the big red, white, and blue machine with the bell shot to start the match. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. They can't even ring the bell because Kurt Angle's huge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's made so much sense though. It does, doesn't it? I'm going to beat the shit out of what starts the match as a ring bell. So if I take the ring bell, everything's fan, legal. I've never been a fan of this match. Right, just for that simple reason. Like he spends half of it just twatting the shit out of Kane with the ring bell. And yeah. He finally starts, just like, that was pretty pointless. Well, yeah. Yeah, because Kane no sells everything. He can, he can get away with that though, because it's sort of his character. Yeah. 
fucking head trauma. <laughs> oh, I'm what? not. I'm not. So, I'm not. Just going to sit and slate Jerry Lawler. <laughs> talking about head trauma while Colonel booting Kane in the head. Yeah, is that, yeah. He's fucking. They point out that he's kicking him in the head for that reason. But he's kicking him in the chest. Yeah. One thing they do mention on commentary is that Kurt, which I don't think is true, they say Kurt Angle is the first man in history to have won every single championship. No. Yeah, I don't think it was true either. Well... But JR says that he, he is. What is it? It's a weird one, the Grand Slam, because it's like, the first person that did it was Shawn Michaels, and he had he had the IC, the tag, the, the European and the WF titles. Yeah. And then as they've gone adding more titles now, yeah, then they put in like the hardcore and bloody whatever else. Yeah. But did Angle hold the hardcore championship? He had at some point, I think. Right. I think. He must have done. Within the first two years of him breaking into the business. Because that's what JR says. Alright then, the more you know. Yeah. I don't know. JR may be wrong. I like it? this counter you where he goes for the count. It goes for the uh, choke slam, but the angle holds the ropes and can't yeah. do it. You could do it on uh, SmackDown Four. Where you could if you won all the belts. Right, you had a, a scene where Vince, Vince McMahon appeared or Ric Flair appeared and was like, "You're the Grand Slam champion." Ah, okay. Nice belly to belly. Beautiful. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Cat angle is just really nice. <laughs> yeah, I've just put I've just put a fairly slow match, but really yeah. good so far. It's not bad at all. Yeah. It's you know, it's standard a slow, bit but hard back hitting, forth, yeah. But you know, when angle takes control now it's uh it quickens up a little bit. Absolutely. But it's it's quite a fairly methodical pace at the minute and yeah. it's Let's say he hits that belly to belly. And he actually get he actually gets an angle chance in Canada. This is it. <laughs> well, I, you know what I mean. That's <laughs> he's you know the A plus heel for Canada. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good match so far. I can't complain really too much. Yeah, I just I I, I just I can't the stand the commentary. Yeah. yeah, the commentary's fucking ruining it for me. Fucking Jerry is shite then. He was shite... Well, he's even shiter now. He yeah. Was shite then. Oh. No throat fuss I fucking love. Yeah. Kane. Yeah. Even to this day. Yeah. Kane's always had, like, a decent moveset. He's just booked yeah. terribly. Huge backdrop. Yeah. Every, ma- every move is huge in this yeah. match. Yeah. Everything is huge. Obviously, the two big guys in the ring, but well, I mean, Kurt's not even considered a big guy. Mm. No, he does look it though. He, he does, does look, look it, it yeah. yeah. But because he's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's six one and two thirty. Yeah, that's big. For wrestling, maybe not. For wrestling, it's well, about average. I mean, yeah. For wrestling, I mean, you know, they talk about the prototype being the Rock, don't they? And it's what six five two seventy five two sixty five. I think is the. Then it ideal. Vinny Vinny Mark's like ideal was like six five, six six, and three hundred. Yeah, can move can move around like Rey Mysterio. Yeah, and work like the Big Show, and Austin and the Rock. Yeah, it doesn't really work. And then hires a load of NFL except NFL guys going do this, and they can't. Yeah, some of them can, but not many. 
I mean, you think about a lot of. Uh, I mean, even Austin played yeah. football. As Huge a kid. sidewalk slam. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I like it. I, I liked Attitude Era Kane, though. Well, this is back end of Attitude Era. Yeah. It? We'll say, when oh, would you like say the Attitude well. Era ended and what have you? Would you say end of the invasion angle or. Uh, the, uh, yeah, people say it ended at 17. Some people say 17, though. Some people say 18. Yeah. After this, when they went to the WWE. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Backlash was like the first when they became the WWE. Because you have got the Backlash DVD somewhere. And everyone's coming out to like generic music. Yeah. They were in the transition of like, copyrights and that. Right. Yeah. So. I'll have to look it up. Saying that, the, I'll be on the DVD on the network. It'll be the original, the actual. I'd imagine. Possibly. I'd have to look it oh, up. I love this. Backlash 2002. Kurt Angle's just done the uh, the free the free Germans after a flow over. <laughs> Angle pulling out Kane's moves. <laughs> Woo! Once I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Going to the world to watch too much. Cows are yeah. like a Gets clothesline. Yeah. <laughs> this track in the shape of an oval. <laughs> so we're going to drive straight and we're going to turn to the left. <laughs> Back and to, to the, the left. left. <laughs> So yeah, it's picking up pace a little bit. Back and forth. Yeah. And I think we get eventually a massive power slot. Yeah, it's sick. Massive power slam coming up. It's fucking amazing. Shows you how yeah. good Kane used to be. Yeah. Kane was, was it a comeback. The thing is, guys like Kane and stuff like that, the, the Ooh, age massive backdrop, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was nasty. So everything Kane does is fucking heavy hitting. Yeah. This is the power slam. <laughs> Rod Strowman can't even hit one like that. Yeah, it looks like he's trying to put him through the ring. Yeah. I mean, Braun Strowman, he's got the fucking size to make it. The only reason yeah. that Power Slam looks good is his fucking mm. size. Yeah. Not technique, it's the fucking size. The, yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, one thing that I noticed watching, like, the, especially these two WrestleManias, this one in 17, is everybody looks huge. Mm. Everybody looks thick and muscular, like a proper brick shit house. Yeah. And then I look at them today. And guys don't look like that anymore yeah. in wrestling. They don't. They don't look the same. They don't look... It doesn't... So, it, I, I mean, it's... I don't know. I know it's a change in... Well, you could almost say it's a change in the human race. But it's just... Yeah, I don't I don't know how... What, Angle it, slam. It adds something to it, to me. It's the evolution of wrestling, really. Isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, like I look at Strowman, and Strowman's a massive man. Don't get me wrong; he, he, you know, he looks the part. But then I take him and I stand him next to Kane, like Kane now. How much more ripped does Kane look? 
Wow. There's German looks. This is yeah. it. Well, I mean, Kane then. Yeah, yeah. Like Kane Yeah, then. Kane's fucking rippling here. Yeah. I mean, and he's not, a, he doesn't look as big now as he did when he first started. Well. Mm. In what we're watching. Wasn't long after this he lost his mask, was it? No. Kurt Angle, the only man to have ever made Kane tap out. Yeah. Apparently. Up to this point. Up to this point. I think when well, they demasked him to kind of emphasize, well, the time they were trying to move away. Was he trying to move away from mass wrestlers at that point? I don't think so. I think so. it was just a change. They just mm. want, yeah, they wanted a change. I think they humanized him a bit. Took him longer to go. I think we just like need to. I think the mask's a bit stale now. Okay, mm. like, with not much else we can really do with you. Yeah. Like, lose the mask. Well, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day, how many times you can't repackage somebody like that? A lot, yeah. Not with an established character, like you can yeah. imagine. They only ever they only ever repackaged Undertaker once, yeah, and then repackaged him. Mm. Well, I mean, they, you know, they, they tried to repackage um, British Bulldog, but it never worked. Mm. Mm. Well, that was nice. Uh, the speed, yeah. Precision footing. <laughs> I mean, they constantly say throughout this match how. Kurt Angle's the best athlete in the WWE. Mm. And I think he is another standard. You know, the, the, everybody here is a great athlete, don't get me wrong. But just some of the stuff that Kurt Angle can do, other guys can't do that. Yeah. You know, guys here can't do that. Oh, this is a nice little sequence, I thought. Yeah, I did. Roll up. I just think that pin there could have been better. Yeah, yeah, it could have got both feet up. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, it was a good weak. little sequence. Now, yeah. I, I when I rated this match, I did give it 3.5. Looking back at it, maybe it weren't as good as that. Yeah. I'm going to put maybe give it a 3. Yeah. It told a decent story. Yeah, it did. It did. You know? The only thing, the one thing that I thought, I mean, I put, I've actually noted it. That's two fuck finishes in two years for Kurt Angle WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And Kurt gets over a roll up in ten forty five. Yeah, it's, it, so it was solid. Right. It doesn't feel, you know, it. it oh, we've got the hurricane coming. You know, I have no problem with that. <laughs> hurricane oh, skulking yeah. through the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> to which point, someone, a group of girls come in. Oh, obviously, they've got a Godfather's house. Yeah. I mean, who actually look really skanky? Yeah, really, really <sighs> skanky. And one of them takes the top off and says, "Are oh, my boobs too big?" Yeah. Yeah, that would not pass today. No. Certainly would not pass today. So I just put oh, I in a question. In, I put in speech. I put oh, my boobs too big. Dot dot dot. Fuck's sake. Yeah. And then one <laughs> starts getting her ass out. And hurricane. Hurri- hurricane bringing his broom, broom up to a resemble an erection. And the Godfather looks like he just piped off the hurricane. Yeah. In his tiger pajamas. <laughs> Who hasn't got a match tonight? By no. So now we have Undertaker versus Ric Flair. Ric Flair rubbing his hands in his suit. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And I'm going to go for a quick drink. Rick Flair, the co-owner of the WWE. Oh, yes. In, in Kipad. In Kipad. All side of No Way Out, month ago. Well, he's got no. a month of build. Short Listen. hair taker. Yeah, short hair taker. Does look weird. He does look a little bit strange. He does, he does, he does a little bit. Does look like oh, James. How does James Hetfield look at this point? <laughs> yeah. He does. He does look a little James Hetfield. Yeah. This is back in the you know, St. Anger days where it was Metallica was a bit shit. <laughs> and I like Metallica. Even the shit stuff. <laughs> Taker clocking the shit out of Ron. Aye, yeah. knocking fuck out of him. And Jim Ross consistently telling us that he's disabled. <clears throat> what? <laughs> he does. Ah, David Flair. Ah. Oh, God. The shower scene. The shower scene. Then genetics didn't um, inherit any talent, did they? Uh, no. <laughs> His daughter, on the other hand. Oh, God, I. And she would get it. <laughs> I quite, I don't mind a bit of Charlotte Blair. Wonky tits and all. Yeah, wonky tits, why not? I've got wonky eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got wonky balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a match made in heaven. <laughs> As you see there, Flair there clocking a fan. He said with quotation fingers. That's the guy that hit me. Really? You wouldn't recognise Ric Flair? Yeah, Ric Flair fucking hit me. The cop was like, who's Ric Flair? Really? (laughs) Oh yeah, they they give full control to Vince McMahon. Just so he can go... This match is now no DQ. Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon almost like fucking twins at this point here. Yeah. So even down to all... Well, it's... Are you are you twins? Mm. <sighs> no, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> the lack of charisma that Linda McMahon has is I know. unbelievable. She sucks the life out She's of so every fucking room. wooden, isn't she? Yeah. It's more like one of those. <laughs> yeah, this promo wasn't great. No, I don't think this. I don't. To be honest, I understand why they put this promo package here because obviously they're trying to make a big deal out of it. But it is still I, a man in his mid fifties fighting the Undertaker. Who was in his prime? Yeah, the Undertaker's basically gone. You know what? I've decided I'm going to attack this man's family. So. He has no choice but to fight me because he thinks he has to defend them somehow. Okay, that makes sense. Because he would fight him for that. You know, everybody would do that. Absolutely. But it's still a massive guy picking on an old man. <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's basically a mugging, isn't it? Yeah. It's effectively a mugging. Oh, this match is a mugging. It's just yeah. It's just a, it's just a, a man knocking fuck out of a yeah. near pensioner. Yeah. And he hits Rock. It's a lead pipe cinch that the Undertaker's going to win this damn thing. Right, there's Ric Flair. What the heck? Flair just nailed the Undertaker with that lead pipe. I cannot believe. 
believe that Ric Flair insinuated himself into this match. That was wrong, man. You hit me in the head with that pipe last night. Not me just being a man. I want your ass in the ring at WrestleMania. We're going to see what kind of man you are. I want an answer. Yes or no? No. I'm just going to see what I can do to change your mind. Undertaker assaulting Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson is Ric Flair's best friend. I told Ric Flair that I wasn't going to accept no for an answer, so this is on his head. That is a sick animal right there, let me tell you. You left me no other choice. I had to go pay your oldest son a visit. That is Ric Flair's oldest son, David. Oh, God! You see, Flair, I told you that I wasn't going to take no for an answer. This is on your head, man. <laughs> What's it going to be, Flair? Because I really don't care how far I got to go. You got my attention. Undertaker, you got the nature boy at WrestleMania. Woo! Look at Flair, he's crazy! This is all about Arn Anderson and all about his, his son, David Flair! Flair is out of control! Oh! oh. Ric Flair with Flair. a shot! Flair in a fan! And Ric Flair in pursuit of The Undertaker! Ric Flair has absolutely lost it! That's the guy that hit me! Go over there right now! Go over there now! I'm sorry to inform you that uh, I have to place you under arrest. You must be so embarrassed over the actions of the co-owner, Ric Flair. Do you intend, Rick, to go through with this match with The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Yes, I'm a shadow of a doubt. Then you leave this board no alternative but to grant to Mr. McMahon a unanimous vote of confidence with full authority to act. We do reserve the right immediately following WrestleMania to review this decision. At WrestleMania, I will even the score with The Undertaker at any cost to myself personally. Since uh, I do have all the power and authority, at least through WrestleMania, allow me to inform you that your match with The Undertaker is now a no disqualification matchup, Rick. Rick Flair made me do that. I had to push the envelope just a little bit further, maybe too far. I just hope you realize that you left me no other choice. And they do point. mention that Taker's 9 0 as well. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, I think I wrote in this say this is, this is, is this just the first mention of the streak? Actually, I officially as a streak. Yeah. Yeah, because right, this is obviously, and at the end of the, I'd say at the end of the match, obviously spoilers. Taker, obviously, obviously, if you're a wrestling spoilers. fan, you'll listen to this. Yeah. It's not a spoiler because the Undertaker obviously only got unbeat by Brock Lesnar, didn't he? Yeah. So obviously, you know he's winning this fucking match if you're listening to this. But he, at the end of the match, he gets, he looks at his hands, he's stood on the edge of the apron, and he go, he starts counting on his fingers. Yeah, all the way to up make to a 10. point of the streak. It's where now. they start yeah. uh, for me. This is the point where they start making a big deal about him being unbeaten. Yeah. Before this point, they may have brought it up, but it was a passing comment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now he's like bringing it up as like a main point. I think this is also the last pay-per-view where he uses rolling. Oh, is it? Because I think from Backlash is when he does the whole heel turn. He goes into the whole 
dead man walking. I bet. Oh, that's someone else, isn't it? That's, that's, that's Bischoff. Bischoff. <laughs> I know which one it's off. It starts song. off with the instrumental version, and it goes, oh, you've done it now. Yeah. That's the one. They're very similar sounding, though, aren't they? Yeah. That's why I got a bit confused. Yeah. The Nature Boy. Like, they do like to, at this point. Mm. I was gonna say they, do, they did like to reuse a lot of it, theme tunes. They still do to this day. I mean, a perfect example for this was Dean Malenko and Cesaro's original theme tune was spot on. I, I see that, and I raise you Kurt Angle uh-huh. and the Patriot. Absolutely, <laughs> we don't. No one, no one talks about the Patriot though. Yeah. <laughs> Patriot, first mention on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So Ric Flair obviously selling the urgency and the... But look like he slips and improvises him going for his fucking yeah, leg. Yeah. He overshoots that. Yeah. And he sell... he... it's brilliant. Yeah. He's quick it, just, it just it shows his ring awareness and it... yeah. he's a... it's, you know... I've always loved Ric Flair's punches. Yeah. You know this is not going to be a wrestling match. It's just yeah. going to be knocking fuck out of each other. Yeah, it's a fight. And the thing is, they do a good job of putting it on as though it's a fight. There's no suplexes, there's no wrestling moves, it's them punching each other. Plenty of woos in this match. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you how, how versatile Ric Flair is, really. No, mm. yeah. But Rick, there's, there's no doubt in Ric Flair's talent. Ric Flair was the best in the business mm. back in the day. The only thing I might say about Ric Flair is possibly went too long. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I here he looks out I of re- shape. I recall this match being short. I didn't realize it was like the longest match in the card because mm. Rock Hogan feels longer, but it, it slowed right down. Mm. Um, oh, I put on this as well. There was great storytelling right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, obviously he looked coming down. No, normally you had the pageantry of Ric Flair doing all yeah, this. Like, yeah, he's fucking beelining down to that ring. Yeah. And he's but taking he the robe off halfway down the ramp. So he's like, I'm coming, I'm fucking coming for you. Yeah, yeah. At WrestleMania, you think, right, I'm going to make a fucking show. And it's, no, he's there. He's all fucking business. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, fantastic storytelling. That's why I like straight this Straight off the bat. Straight off the bat, they're going into that story. Yeah. Straight off. I thought that was really, a really good little touch. Yeah. Nice catch by taking mm. that. I mean, Flair's not a little dude. It's a catch like that. Mm. And you see Flair, I mean, Undertaker subtly mocking him there with the fucking Rick walk. Flair's like <laughs> sort of walk. And I was like, yeah, there's little subtle little bits in this match if you got to pay attention to it. Yeah. There's little bits there, like little Easter eggs sort of yeah. thing. It's, I, you can tell I'm gushing about this match already. You know, I wouldn't expect him to like this match. Yeah. And I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. I've seen what my top WrestleMania matches actually. Well, you know which um, I did the before last year's Mania. Yeah, it's in, it, and it's because of the storytelling. The match itself, you know, you, there's no there's no moves. There's no you know, like I say, there's no suplexes. There's no quick pinfalls and this that and the other. It is a fucking fight. A fucking fight. Super Bowls. Yeah, this is when Taker does like the. <laughs> and JR starts he calling him Bugger Rad. He does test stream. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look! <laughs> 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 uh, uh, 
So explain bugger around. Uh, this is where he botches the spot here. So yeah, oh he shit. Yeah. So what they do, they do a bit of a, a little bit of a small sort of like sort of thing, and then they fucking retry the spot. Yeah. Straight back into that corner, bump, and then a couple more, uh, couple more elbows. elbows. But so, it works. Right, let's do the spot again. But they do it slightly different, so it's not like a fucking mirror image. Yeah. So yeah, re- redo the spot. Bump. There you go. Got it right this time round. Bump. Boom. Big boot. Nasty. Yeah, that is nasty. Is it, I, I mean, I'm 29 and I don't want to take those bumps. <laughs> Ric Flair's a man in his fifties, and he's like boring, bumping yeah. onto the onto the ring apron and on outside yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's like, how, oh, dude? Bearing in mind as well, he's also had a broken fucking back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which they talk about in this match. They do. They do talk about his broken back. Yeah. And now he just gets fucking assaulted in the fucking yeah. timekeeper's area. Just fucking absolutely battered. Yeah. Finally got his back broken with made humble. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, explain Bugger Red to us then, Bunkle. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. What a Bugger Red is. Yeah. Well, Jerry the King asks Jim Ross about this during the match. Right. Right? But Jim Ross then refuses to answer him, so he asks him four more times what Bugger Red is. Jim Ross never gives us an answer. But what Bugger Red actually is, is the boogeyman who's under your bed. That's what he's on about. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. So it's, oh, it's, it's a pronunciation thing. Yeah. So, so you think it's something and it's not. He's the fucking. He's the. He's. And it's. I get it because it makes sense because he's basically <laughs> stalked the Undertaker. Was he possibly trying to say Undertaker. Boogeyman? He saw Ric Flair who was wearing red gear and then went red. Bugger red. Well, that's my understanding anyway. So unless yeah. unless Vinnie Mac in the background going, "Look, you son of a bitch, you say bugger red." Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed Undertaker's been cut open hard way. Yes, on his cheek. Yeah, on his Rick cheek. Ric Flair has bladed. <laughs> Massive blade. Or, as I noted uh, on the last, uh, on WrestleMania 17, <laughs> the couple of times I made you say, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You bitch. Well, <laughs> God. Well, although it's the first thing I wrote on this match, when I've obviously on the line of the match, I put guaranteed fucking bloodbath. Yeah. Always is with Ric Flair at Mania. <laughs> and it already automatically straight into he's fucking bleeding like a fucking stuck pig. I think it's one of them as well where it starts to get stuck into his hair and his hair from what's going to turn it looks red. Worse yeah, than it him. does, yeah. Here we go. I've actually, uh, just to double check, I was correct with my uh, term for bugger red. Yeah. I am 100% correct. It's a very old southern boogeyman sort of thing. Very go. old southern boogeyman. There you go. But how he doesn't how he doesn't know that people call a bugger the snot you pick out your nose, I don't know. So pass. There we go. <laughs> Southern dialect for you. Yeah. Look at Flair bleeding, man. I'm still waiting what... for the, like a yank to say to us, like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A very quick flare flop. Yeah. Oh my god! He's fucking pissing blood everywhere. Yeah. Flair always does. Because as always, blood on the camera as well. Oh, it just adds to it, though. The fucking crowd start putting the rain max on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Front row. 
Like you say, because with Flair being that blonde as well, when it seeps into mm. his hair, it's oh, it, it, it's, it's a cracking visual, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I love the how there's a the, little. Even couldn't the, do the, that the these best, days. The best one for that was I think Shawn Michaels. Mm. Yeah, but then I think well, there was a point where it was it started off really good because his hair was quite long still, and it's got a point where he's, every month he would blo- like, end up like doing blood, and he's got it's like, come on, Sean, give it a rest now, mate. It's like, yeah, one time's enough, and it's like, doing like the fucking advert where he did a slow mo like throwing the hair back and showing just blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like, I'm worth it. A, a sunset behind him, it's like yeah, L'Oreal, because I'm worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put. One of my other notes, and I put King as a joke. He basically spends the whole match slating Ric Flair and calling him an idiot. Yeah. Well, I can say Taker's oh. definitely it's like working. Ooh, Whoa! Beautiful. Yeah, Superplex. Uh, Mass- really I love Set Flair's selling of it as well. Yeah. That's like yeah. fucking agony. People should sell Superplexes like that. Absolutely, I like that too. They're picking him up off the, they're picking his head off the mat. Like, it, I ain't done with you yet, boy. Well, it reaffirms he's a heel. Mm. Look at that driving his elbow and like forearm into the cut. Just reaffirming that he's, he, you know, he is like not a man you want to be in there with. Yeah. So we're getting to the point. Obviously, take. Oh, I love, I love heel taker. This yeah. is full on heel taker. Oh yeah, yeah, and. He's basically just fucking torturing him now. This is becoming basically wrestling torture porn. Yeah. At this moment in time. It's Flair, Flair's offence has been, you know, a few punches. Like, I mean, and, you know, a few chops. Rick Flair's chops are still amazing. But it's, you know, he's just getting slowly dissected by a bigger, younger man. Which mm. is how you would expect this to go. Well, this apron leg drop looks yeah. fucking nasty. So right across the back of his fucking neck. Yeah. Yeah, that blood's getting right in his hair now. It just looks fucking nasty. Yeah. Well, that's a great visual, though. Oh, yeah, it does. I mean, his hair's literally stuck up because there's that much blood in it. Yeah, it's, yeah he doesn't need hair gel. Yeah. <laughs> now, as he's lifting the shoulders off the mat, like I say, he's becoming torture porn. Uh, James Hetfield. He's looking very James Hetfield there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just basically. Flair's dead on his feet, basically, at this point. Yeah. He's brown bread. Brown bread. <laughs> Take a trash talking. Yeah. Little Nate checking on Big Nate. Yeah. Hey. Take a misses an elbow. And we got a little bit of a fight back. Yeah. No selling the knife edge chops. Yeah. Chops for there you go. Bones. King gas King's yeah. Millions of people want to know what bugger red is. 
King's commentary in this match is just terrible. <laughs> imagine, imagine he had Twitter around around now, and everyone be tweeting like, "What?" So I asked to tell us on Twitter, "What is Bugger Red?" <laughs> yeah. We're going old school, but I think it gets counted. I believe it gets counted. Yep. Two years in a row, he's gone for me. Two years he didn't have. You done fucked up. It was at this point he realised he'd fucked up. <laughs> I think this is a point where King starts talking about Ric Flair belongs at a glue factory or something. Fucking what? Because he's one of the oh, yeah. four horsemen, it's isn't fucking... he? Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take us like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm going to the glue factory, and he's not allowed to come. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons reference there for anyone who doesn't get that quote, but you should do. <laughs> Simpsons is shit. I've said it. I can't say I watch it anymore. I stopped watching it. I've said it. <laughs> oh, Coxie doesn't agree. Coxie has liked them all on DVD. Please tell me you don't like the modern ones. No. You don't like the modern ones. Season 25 onwards? kind of says it all. What year? Every year. Season 25? Mm-hmm. Yeah, season 25 onwards. Right, it's gone downhill. No, uh, what are they on now? 26? So, no, 20, season 23, I think it's gone from, from there. Gone, well, season 20, it's gone downhill. There's been, not... there's been the odd good episode, but then there's, there's the majority of them shite. Yeah, Flair has the lead pipe. So I used to watch it on, the channel, on Channel 4. Mm. And yeah, um, Taker's busted open. Not watched it in eight years plus. But yeah, it led pipe from the bike. Yeah, Flair's knocking fuck out of Taker, but counted. And the pipe <laughs> rolls to the outside of the other side of the ring. See, I, I like this spot because it, again, sells the desperation of Flair. Flair's yeah. getting his ass handed to him, and he knows it. Everybody knows it. But he's just looking for anything he can do, anything he can get to help him give himself an, like, a way in, an advantage. A boom sign! Hey, another keep-off sign, that's two in a row. Making its return for WrestleMania 17. Yeah. yeah. Second appearance on the pod. Yeah, <laughs> running up the keep-off sign. <laughs> become a meme. Rick Flair looks like a mad scientist currently with that hair. He fucking does, yeah, doesn't he? Does. One of the experiments have blown up in his face. Da, 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 da. Woo! It still, it still reminds me of the. the if you fast forward to like Rick Flair in TNA. We were getting iced oh, by yeah. Fortune. Oh, you got iced! What's that mean? It means you got to drink the take the smell of ice, get down on one knee and chug it. <laughs> Why? Oh, low blow! Low blow! Because we're all guys in our 30s who are trying to act like we're guys in our 20s. <laughs> oh, is into a figure four. Woo! Rick Flair saying, if you got to me again, I'll make a woman out of you. <laughs> yeah, it's getting right in Mickey James's face. Oh, 
things I would do to that woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's another point where it goes inaudible, and it's <laughs> from what people have worked out, it's pretty much always like, I will put my dick in you! Take a sit up. But then he woos, so it's okay. Yeah. I love the cow here. Yeah. Round the throats. There's a look of disbelief in Flair's face as well. Yeah. Sloppy face choke slam, but what do you expect? Well, it's, yeah. it's actually good selling, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's selling the figure four. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah again, that's true. I think this is where he box knocks fuck out of the ref, isn't it? Uh, probably. Never no. punches Flair. Yeah, gets take. a two count. Turns around and knocks fuck out of little Nate. Yeah, thinks. What? You must be Ric Flair's son. <laughs> Die! Die, motherfucker! Oh, he's gonna get Red Ring and Reft! <laughs> and the. Yeah, Red Ring of Reft! Red Pipe? Knife edge shot. Where's Arn Anderson? Massive spine buster. He's a fucking awesome spine buster. I don't care. Um, as Charles sweet Anderson as watches on. Yeah, sweet as a fucking nut. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> Nate. Nate. <laughs> Nate's overpoweredly thrown to the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Arn's just been fucking clocked. Yeah, Arn takes one punch and blades. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Selling that cut from uh, the Raw two weeks ago. Yeah. He has not healed. Arn's about to die. Yeah, Arn Anderson bleeding like a stoke peg. Oh, massive, huge, big boot. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this. The dragon sleeper. Mm. And I think Rick comes in with a slave for the chair, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Arn selling of it that kind of grosses me out because he has like the surgically repaired neck, which is why he's disabled, according to Jim Ross. Right. And then when he puts him in it, he kind of like groans, yeah. like he's dying. <laughs> it's quite gross. Big boot. Yeah, big boot to the chair. Now this I like. In a minute. There's a botch. Oh, yeah, there is. There is a massive yeah. botch here where he tries to get Flair up yeah. twice yeah. for the young, for the for the tombstone. The, the last ride. Or the last ride. Yeah. Can't yeah. get him up for it. Yeah. Because he's knackered. Yeah. And again, tries to get him up again. Can't do it, so he decides, fuck it, tombstone. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, like you say, that's... I would have preferred him to end it with the tombstone anyway. We know this is the finish. But here's the thing as well. JR fucking saved him. Yeah. He says he couldn't get him up because he's tired. Yeah. He says... Um... It's... I, 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 it's just... It's a really well-booked match. Really well-booked. For, for what is booked as a fight, 
it feels like a fight. And it tells a good story. I'll take you get something with a tombstone in 1847. Yeah. Very good match. Ric Flair does one actual wrestling move that whole match. Yeah. Ric Flair wouldn't do wrestling moves. He's purely there to defend his family. Yeah. He's an out-and-out wrestler. He's yeah. there just to knock fuck out a taker. Yeah, and that's what he's. What's the job he wanted to do? He weren't there to wrestle. He yeah, was there to knock fuck out a taker. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, I put four out of five. Great match. Great story. Yeah, well booked. Yeah. And there he is, counted all his wins on the written grapen. Yeah, that's where he counts them all. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm fully aware of yeah, okay. next, so... Go. Cool. <laughs> it's, it's okay, because I don't spend much time on it. Yeah, we can yeah. pretty much try and skip over it. Pretty much, so yes. Yeah, the first true mention of the streak, and probably the last time you faced somebody who I believe was a credible threat. Except for Leslie, obviously. Yeah, we've got this promo. Book D promo. Michael highlights Cole once again. Absolutely. Yes. This is an awful promo. Fucking terrible. Fuck it. The, 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 what the, they um, make him seem stupid, yeah. basically. The theory of relatives. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I wrote my high school thesis on the theory of relatives. Einstein's theory of relatives. He had two theories. Yeah. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. I almost felt sorry for him. Yeah. But yeah, we have the match. Um, you had Booker, you had Teddy Long ref in it. Okay. This feud is about shampoo. Yeah, it's basically what it is. It was a botched. It was a how how much how much Bilbo is given though? Oh no, I uh, the SmackDown before maybe. Yeah. So it's a fucking pointless match. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty We're not going to go over Pencil it. skipping over it. Yeah, so it's edge wins with a fucking edu- education. I put one out of five out of five. Mare match, couldn't get into it. 0.5 for each spinner, Rooney. 0.5 for the match. Because edge did a bit edge Rooney halfway through the fucking oh, thing. Oh, which was awful. It, which was fucking awful. Don't watch this match. Of course, they, had, the they had to put the Canadian on in his hometown match. Well, that's it. The, the, that match is purely there to put edge on for the Canadian fans so that it goes over. It was crap. Yeah, no fucks given at it was, all. It was utter garbage. Speaking of garbage. Hurricane interview. <laughs> I am not a horror perf. <laughs> yes, that line comes out of his mouth. Yes, it does. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's up oh with that? dear God! <laughs> I am not a horror perv. Mighty Molly, citizen coach. Boom! Mighty Molly, frying pan to the head. So your hardcore champion gets defeated by a one shot from a frying pan. Yeah, because Molly says yes, I should disappear on the horror cycle. Yes, she does, and then she slappers. <laughs> What do you think? She got, Considering she, basically in the parking lot. Why doesn't she leave in a car? She well, she, uh, she takes the hunger title though because she hits him with one one shot of a frying pan. She runs into a door. Yes, that will come to that later. 
<laughs> but yes, we now have Stone Cold versus Scott Hall. Uh, yeah. Sum up the promo. Basically, Austin wants to kill the MWO for costing <laughs> him a title shot. That's it. Stone Cold comes back a, to his classic theme. Yes. Bit of a thing though, isn't it? It's like, you had WrestleMania 17, like, Rock Austin. Yeah. And then WrestleMania 18, you got Austin Hall. Yeah, Austin's on the first DVD. That shows you how much he's dropped down the card. <laughs> it kind of, well, it, this is what he said. He said, basically, the heel turn didn't work. So then when they turned me back face, I'd lost so much momentum mm. that I, to get back up to where I was, yeah, that's almost impossible. He'd lost that much goodwill and faith, yeah, so to speak. You know, with stuff that he wanted to do, basically. And he thought, you know, and the WE basically said, well, you've earned it. You can do, you have creative control yeah. for a bit. You know, he wanted to do the whole, you know, the crazy, I'm losing my mind, I need Vince McMahon type of thing. And he, you know. Now I've got nothing really to add. I mean, yeah, it is what I it is. I found it was a bit of a throwaway match considering it's like Austin Hall. It is a throwaway match. Oh, no. And, I mean, I love his, his vest says alcohol fueled on it, which is <laughs> awesome. And the NWO entrance is amazing. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like because it, it is like they're trying to take over. Yeah, it's ways. iconic. Yeah, the entrance itself, really. I mean, something I want to add as well, which I did write at the beginning of the sh- of my notes, was the set is fucking awful for this WrestleMania. <laughs> 
It's like they started building a scaffolding and thought, fuck it, can't be arsed. <laughs> yeah. They've just put, right, we'll put some screens up, that is it, that's all we're doing. Yeah. It looks fucking awful, it looks like they put no effort in it whatsoever. Yeah. It's scaffolding. Hey, Scott Hall's like, oh no, I can't do this on my own, man. I need, I need some, uh, some big sexy with me. Yeah, but he's slow. And he tears his quad. <laughs> Out comes Chet Lemon. Chet Lemon, torn quad and all. God. <laughs> so yeah, Scott Hall. Yeah. To be fair, I'd never watched much WCW, so I was like thinking this has got this should be really good. I'm expecting really big things from Scott Hall. How wrong was I? <laughs> I'm just looking oh at my his, god! I look at his trunks. I think they are fucking awful. His trunks. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little bit. They're a bit meh. Yeah, I don't know. Tiny white trunks. Aren't many guys who can get away with them? And I'm not saying that Hall's in bad shape because he's he's not. He's not. not he's huge. Point. You know, he's a big dude, but. Yeah. Just, it's not a good look for him, that. No. Then again, it's the look that he had for probably most of his career. Mm. Yeah, because he, he was pretty much identical when he was Razor Ramon. Yeah. Yeah, but at least it had razor blades on the back of his trunks. This is what I mean. I yeah, mean, the actual design colourful. of the trunks, look, he's, yeah, it's, it doesn't look good. Yeah. That's that last minute budget shite, it looks like. Yes. Yeah. Really, like, on the back of him, it just says, Hall. But why is yeah. the A bigger? Yeah. Well, <laughs> just capitalise it. <coughs> yeah. That being said, though, the NWO logo is in lower fonts, isn't it? So. Mm. Well, yeah, so. Um, the capital W. Well. Austin with right hands. Lufez Press, which I thought looked terrible. Did it it's that, the one that. It looked the clearly 17. that he wasn't hitting him. The 17 one was better. Yeah. Quick to that. Oh, it, it gets much, much slower. That's basically my takeaway from this but match. I'm, uh, I'm, at the moment, I'm, one of the pods I'm listening back to is the uh, Neil Pruitt sequence of Nitro. Right. And Neil Pruitt's the guy who did the, the whisper for the end. W-O. Oh, right, okay. And he does all that sort of shit. I believe he's like a camera producer or video producer or something from him. So he's like pulling back the curtain all these different segments. Right. It's really good. Hmm. Now you have to point that in my direction. Yeah. But yeah, he's got Austin taking out Nash briefly. Yeah. So he can get it at Hall. Nash in his also cheaply made, probably. Last minute thrown together singlet. Absolutely. Just watching on. Someone's got a t-shirt printer in the back. <laughs> Paul takes control now. Yeah, it's and almost the like they've sort of gone. Well, we're going to bring the NWO back. Okay. We need some. We need, some, then, we need some stickers and, like, iron, and the, an iron. The, the afternoon of the show, like you got your gear. Like, I've got me outside and stuff. Like, well, no, you need your NWO gear. Mm. Like, mm. oh, well, I don't have that with me. It's back in America. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, get some black trunks and we'll get we'll get some iron on stickers. 
Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, that's it. That horse would have been better if he wore like the black and red or black and white, like he used to. Mm. Because it's. But he's wearing black and Austin's wearing black. Yeah. It's all black. Yeah, but again, this is part of the problem. Like, this is where I, I think you're starting to get this problem like I have nowadays. Yeah. Everybody wears black. Yeah. Your face, your heel, you wear black. And then people who try and do something different, like Finn Balor, was wearing blue. Yeah. Ah, blue Tista. Yeah, back, yeah. Let's just let's just rip them to shreds because they're not wearing black. Yeah. So then next week we'll wear black again. Mm. All right, okay. What colour are you wearing next week? Fuck off. <laughs> are you wearing black? Yeah. Are you a heel? <laughs> no. Get some white spandex, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it, faces wear white. They're bright colours. Or whatever. Sure. You're white. White meat baby face. Where's white? <laughs> what? I didn't mean a bad thing, but you need to wear white. What he's trying to say is wear a white hood while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> it almost sounded <laughs> like it, though. <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> Shit, so I just stop burning the cross while I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, you're going to have to cut this match. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Skull's on top. Skull's on top. It's very slow. It is very slow. a lot's happening. Bunkle's like the racist. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> I just think faces should wear white. <laughs> Your face, well, you should wear white. It's that thing for me, though, of like the, the contradiction of like was when Seth Rollins was the heel and he came out wearing white. White and gold. White and gold, yeah, mm, but yeah. he's still a heel. Mm. Yeah, he shouldn't have been. And it's like, Roman Reigns is like, I've not got over the shield breaking up, so I'm just still going to wear the, the same stuff. Which he's still doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead hard, but I need a vest. A he- padded vest. Heels wear black. Have you seen my-, <laughs> see my vest? See my vest, see my vest. <laughs> <laughs> He might even have grizzly bear underwear. Because <laughs> there's no better than Roman Reigns in a sweater. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Nash with a cheap shot. He has a poodle for his noodle. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Peter. Get after Roman Reigns. Yeah. Oh, God, you can tell we're not into this match when we're talking about fucking, you know, nothing's happening. It's too slow. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, I understand it's supposed to be like, you know, a bit of a come down match from the Taker match, but still. You use Stone Cold Steve Austin in a take, come down crowd match? Don't, yeah. The crowd aren't at all bothered. No, they're not. This match doesn't matter. This is the problem. The NWO makes sense. It's I understand there's a heel faction. I understand when there was loads of them. But they spent most of the time building the feud with The Rock and Hogan. Mm. To me, oh, these other guys don't really killed? matter. 
Ref Death. Ref Death. Yeah. Red Ring of Ref. Nash comes. Is that a fucking yeah. fork? Hasn't torn his quad yet. That's what you think. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, so good. oh, my quad. <laughs> <laughs> I did put that Nash has been booked quite well here in this match. He's been booked like a killer. Yeah. Hull's booked like a chump. Absolutely. Really. He's the bitch at the NWO. But to me, this is kind of the problem. Like I say, the NWO without Hogan seem unimportant. Because they are unimportant. Stunner to Nash. Yeah. Stunner Hall, Stunner to Nash. But that's what I mean. nobody would have given a shit about Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in WCW. Here we go. I think Lo- the super sliding. Super sliding Jack Dome. Yeah. Here he comes, Super Slidey. Here he comes. Super Slidey Jack Doan. <laughs> and then Nash literally just, just falls on him. Nash, Ref Death 2. He's a serial killer. <laughs> He's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, sick bump though. For That was not nice. The no. way he landed. Bradley's fucking cocksick. so. He, he does that there right by the ropes, and you know yeah. it's going to get reversed. Like when Triple H does the ped- goes to the pedigree right by the ropes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nash, I think, gets thrown out by the refs now, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, four refs come, and Nash is just like, I've killed two. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like ref a horse. <laughs> Four refs, and he's like, "No, I, ca- I can't." Look, the I'm, just gonna, like, I'm just going to leave the, these. Look, ones. these refs are fearing for their lives right now. <laughs> yeah. It's the Charles Manson of referees. <laughs> I think this is the one. This is the pay per view where Jim Ross refers to him as zebras. Look, <laughs> <laughs> pack mentality there with the refs. Safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. <laughs> We're pushing him back. <laughs> One of them slipping on his Nike shoes so he can out on the rest. Sid <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. White's being, you know. He's being taken out in an ambulance. <laughs> oh, Scott goes for a stunner. Yeah. It's like a McMahon stunner. Yeah, it's like yeah. a McMahon stunner. It sucks. A McFlabber. Where are you going? Well, got... <laughs> <laughs> There's logic to that. So he can see he's got, his uh, shoulders. He's got to see the shoulders, yeah. Yeah. Simba's like, I've got a migraine. There's a zombie ref now, though. Into that exposed turnbuckle. Into stunner. Stunner. Stone Cold Freak Stunner. Out. Oh, oversell by Hall. It's over. And everyone crowd, finally jumps so up. Well. You, you always see people mention the rock cell when it comes to a stunner. No one mentions the hall cell. Yeah. Right, up taking fucking two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I bought, well, I did initially put four out of five because I did initially enjoy it. But second viewing. It's no. so slow. Two. It's very slow. I mean. <laughs> two. I won't go that see. far. I'd go two, yeah. maybe two and a half. 
Yeah. There was some good spots in it. But Nash was booked well. Nash was booked well. I say Hall's booked like a chump. Yeah. There was a few good moments in it, I'll be honest. It Hall would... spent most of it being booked like a chump. Oh, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, it's access. So, yeah, it weren't too bad. It's yeah. access. Oh, so yeah. we have access coming up, which meh. Yeah. But yeah, it was all right. And now we're going to jump straight over to disc two. But yeah. here's the thing as well. We'll just we'll mention access while we're, talk, while we're talking about it. But access segment, time for a piss. Yeah. Like if you piss. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Sort of official piss break is the access point. But I watched it. I was like, okay. And then you've got Stacey Keebler. Oh, yeah, they have a mould of her they have like a, Yeah, they have a mould of her the, arse the bronze, and her bronze, legs. Yeah. yeah. Bent over and... You can go to it and feel her ass. Yes. And feel her legs. Yes. You, you If you have the DVD, you can watch it and be made. It shows you yeah, how they made I them. Yeah, I've got the DVD. And okay. So you actually there's, take a cast of her ass. The interesting point is, though, for Booker T, he's got it in the hand. And he's like, he's there talking about it. So like, yeah, so I like, had to hold my arm out for like two hours like that and all this sort of thing. And he's like, the most beautiful woman then rub this cold gel all over like my arm and my shoulder. And it shows the video that's been done. It's a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in gimmick there, though, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, Stacey Keebler, you can go up to her ass and you can fondle her ass. Yes, you can. Yeah. Can you imagine that happening today? No, it wouldn't happen. Today. Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was yeah, if yeah. You say the least. So yeah, that was that's the access segment. Now we finally now the disc two of WrestleMania eighteen sort of. Woo! We've actually cut through this quite quickly. Yes. On to the four corners elimination match, the WWF tag team titles. Now I will basically say I saw the stuff. What this is a concept that could be potentially really good. Oh, the four-corner tag team elimination match? Yeah, it yeah. potentially could be amazing. Yeah, this had a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, I walked, I came out of this match slightly disappointed. Yes. Very slightly disappointed. Uh, it's... Oh, yeah, it's saliva. Yeah. Saliva playing out the Dudley boys. Saliva playing On out forcible the entry. Forcible entry. <laughs> Why didn't King make that joke? That was the fucking terrible version of the Dudley Boys theme, by yeah. the way. His face there looked like the Saliva main singer when he was in the middle of his, like, screaming, get the tables. Yeah. Looked like a flat earther yeah. when you're showing him actual evidence that the earth is round. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So, hey? yeah. Dudley boys come out first, followed by the APA, followed by the Hardys, followed by Billy and Chuck because they're the champs. Yeah. And the only thing worth a note in the entrances is King says, my favourite tag team is in the ring. And JR goes, the Dudleys? King. No, Stacey's left leg and her right leg. <laughs> JR's response, you're so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Now, my first comment on this match was, this is going to be a clusterfuck. Yes. Now, trying to follow this on, follow it, this to begin with, is fucking nails. Yeah, So much is. goes on so quick. Yeah. 
for the first two minutes. He can't soak it in. No, it's. This is the main reason my pen ran out was this match. Yeah. It couldn't keep up. The pen died. This match killed a pen. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of. I have made some kind of notes. Mm. But it didn't work. Yeah, this this match committed Byrocide. <laughs> Byrocide. Byrocide. <laughs> Byrocide. Because I was actually using a big pen, a big Byro. It yeah. killed it. So, yeah, we've got this. We've got, obviously, um, is it that Chuck Palumbo? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Getting fucked up by Farouk. Which is on his tail end at this point, isn't it, Farouk? Yes. It's kind of the APA's tail end, really. Yeah. They weren't important now, to be fair. They were never that important. No, they were basically... What, two big guys who have never had a storyline. Yeah. Basically, at this point. They were in the... The, 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 ministry. The, the, yeah, ministry. And then it was like, um, we'll protect people from money. Which is why they were called the Acolytes. They, 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 yeah. they've, yeah. they've had the belts like once or haven't they, or twice. Twice. Yeah. yeah. But when but you it's... think they've held the belts twice and Dudley Boys are like six-time WWE Tag Champions by now. Well, yeah, but it's a thing of like, they, they, the the APA could contribute nothing to all like TLC or anything, no. would they? So... No. No, that's the part of the problem. I would they... Arguably, I would say the APA... Oh, are the most overblown, overhyped yes. tag team of the Attitude Era. Definitely, they were literally. Like the, agree. They were literally like the, um, the the punishment squad for guys. Yeah, they were the hit. Yeah. They were the hit. They were the hitmen. Right. Along with Hardcore Holly, they were the fucking Vince McMahon's hitmen. Yeah, basically, they were there because they're good locker room guys. If somebody you know acts up or is being a bit of a dick, it's like right, get in there with them guys, give them a pasting. Teach them a lesson, <laughs> and they'll gladly do it. There was, there's uh, a lot of allegations about how Bradshaw was like the locker room bully. Yeah, and then it was like I think it was Steve Blackman just knocked him out. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like the one guy he feared was Steve Blackman. Yeah, because Steve Blackman could legit kick their ass. Yeah, because, yeah, Steve Blackman was legitimately a fucking killer, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it was one of them. Like I'm sure Bradshaw kept doing something to wind him up once. And he's like, you do that again, I'm gonna knock you out. Mm-hmm. And literally just walked over one punch. And that the week after, yeah, going over his side. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice clothesline from hell on uh, Billy. Yes. I that actually, is a lo- see, that is a lovely move. 3D. Yeah, 3D, he's dead. He's done. He's, he's out. I do honestly feel sorry for Nick Patrick in this match. Yeah. See, Bubba Ray like, pushed off uh, Matt and Jeff, but it's an elimination match. Well, this is the first we see of Matt and Jeff in this match as well. Yeah. They they literally do nothing until now. So here we go. This is oh, this is Team Extreme Hardy Boys though, isn't it now? Yeah, yeah. Ah, Stacey, I miss useful managers. <laughs> she did have a decent role though with the Dudley Boys. Let's be honest, she did a job. Absolutely, and she booked did a job. well. She was booked well. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Chuck Palumbo, Chuck fuck Palumbo up fucking up a DDT. Basically, yeah. oh, I did a handstand. Yes. There's one other guy who does that. I can't remember who it is. Uh, Every time he takes a DDT, he seems to take a, do like a handstand. I'm not sure. Fucking stupid. Part of me thinks it's Mr. Kennedy, but I don't know why. Mr. Kennedy's fucking awful, so... <laughs> I agree. <laughs> To be fair, he was fucking shy. He was, he, he, was a, he was an entrance. That's all he fucking ever was. That's all he ever yeah. fucking will be. Yeah. 
I got, because I, I, I got offered it when I was at PCW. Do you want to have your photo taken with him? Everyone in the group was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> so everyone else got in the ring and I didn't. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm not missing anything." Paul, uh, Paul just slowly turns his back on him. Useful space he can be. I'm not Dick Fate. Fuck off. I'm not that bad. <laughs> She has a nice ass, to be fair. Oh, she does. Mel, Gib- Mel Gibson? Not Mel Gibson. No, George Clooney. George Clooney fucked her for a motherfucker. Fantast. Yeah. And she also, Tess also got fucking uh, Barbie Blank, so... Yeah, Tess said Stacey loved it up the rear end. <laughs> Was he testing her? <laughs> Yeah, played his played his, I hope that he's, played his theme every time. His theme. <laughs> yeah. So every fuzzle. <laughs> every time he comes, <laughs> <laughs> just walks around the house naked to his own theme. <laughs> oh my god, I hope that was true. <laughs> he's alarm clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got some more clips here from uh, King and JR talking about oh. Stacey's saw bomb. <laughs> Does King Apparently, get... King has some salve to rub on her, up to rub on her boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> later, King makes make like a load of mentions saying, "Yeah, I'll, I'll go over and like rub it better." Oh yeah, he says he needs to take a look at it. He's going to rub it better. He wants to rub some salve on it. Uh, he always carries the salve. It's good for the soul. <laughs> Legitimate lines there. <laughs> Yo, I always carry the staff. It's good for the soul. He's a dirty old fucker, isn't he? <laughs> He's oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hate Law. Oh, I do. God. I hate him, but it's like, what? <laughs> the question is, though, is he coming up with himself or is Vince McMahon backstage going, tell him that's the sav. Say sav is good for the soul. <laughs> No, and ha- tell them how you want to like check Stacey Keebler, make sure she's buying, and then rub some salve on her on her wound. Oh man! Oh, I'm trying... <laughs> I miss them. I miss them. I'm glad I fucking did. <laughs> and then follows up with you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! But this match is starting to drag a little bit now. Yes, it is. Not a lot's happening. They've got a table set up for no fucking reason at this point. And yeah. no one else has yet to be eliminated. And no one's yeah. been eliminated for a while. It's like, I expected something to happen after the say Oh, nice clothesline, oh. though. That is a sick clothesline. That was yeah. a sick clothesline by Devon. Yeah, he literally, like, just kills it. For the for the record, Devon is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Devon's awesome. I love Devon. Devon's amazing. Bubba's a cunt, but De- Devon's all right. Uh, yeah, I, I... I've got my own personal experience with Bubba. He's a twat. Oh, fair enough, fair so, enough. I'm just like, I cannot believe that he's fucking Velvet's guy. Yeah. No. I will say it on record, and I will say it now. I was went to P, PCW, went to have a photo done with him. Obviously, you know, you go shake the hands a bit. Quick yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. meet and greet. Bubba didn't want to speak to any one of us. Right, Put right. his fist out, gave us a fist bump. That was it. We thought, all right, miserable fucker. Dave, on the other hand, shook a hand, spoke to us, how we enjoyed the show, how we were doing this, that, and the other. Gave yeah. us a time of day. Bubba, was, everyone was like, eh, eh. Devon was proper talking to every single fan that walked into that yeah. room and gave him money. Mm. So I was like, to be yeah, fair, he's always, he, he's always come across as somebody who thinks he, he, he is more important than he is. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, you were good as part of a tag team, but your main event run in TNA, garbage. Your main event run in yeah. TNA when it's one any of some single, of the worst days it ever had. Yeah, any singles run you had in WWE, garbage. Both he dropped the golden child. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I've got very much higher opinion on Bubba, but Devon, I've got them all the time in the world. Yeah. So, but that's what I love. As a team, though, I still enjoy their work. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. they're fucking great. I just think he's a twat personally. And I love that, by the way. That little segment there. Little bit that they caught. Mm. Legitimising it in a way. Because he shouts at Devon, do not let him tag. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do not let him tag. So he runs and clears hard out. Yeah. Working with Jeff now. Because another druggie is what he'll always be. Yes. Yes. They're working with Jeff. He got high and lost sting on a PPV. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I literally sat thinking, somebody should have been eliminated in the whole Stacey spot. That's Smiles. Then. Yeah. There should have been an elimination then. Whereas now you've wasted her. She doesn't because she doesn't get involved again. Oh, for no reason. Devon's MVP in this match. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that, yeah. that spinning elbow was fucking beautiful. He's really good. Mm. And he's huge as well. He deserved a singles run with something. Did he Did he ever get a singles run with a belt? He started the whole Reverend Devon thing and yeah. then it didn't go anywhere. They, he didn't really get anything in the E. He got like that Television TV title, title yeah. run, yeah, well, hardcore in, title, whatever it was yeah, in TNA. Yeah, it was basically fucking nothing. Yeah. He, mm. well just, he basically was something to wear to put you keep your pants up, basically. Right. But I, nothing, I was not he watching deser- then. <laughs> he, he, he deserved a single run in the E, definitely, even if it was just a hardcore belt. Yeah. Which I don't think he did get. No, I can't think of it never doing anything singly. Ah, the guy's underrated. Massively. And to me, he's one in the top five of the most underrated wrestlers. Yeah. Easily for me, Devon. Whereas Bubba was about right, booked about with station, basically, I'd say. Mm. Not underrated, not overrated. You die, Matt Hardy. <laughs> You've <laughs> never hit that move. Jim Ross even says he's never hit that move. That was a nice lad drop. It is. Nick Patrick with a fucking quick count then. Yeah. Nick Patrick's a bitch. A lot of hatred from you for tonight, Uncle. Is there? A bit yeah, for me. A bit. I've, been a quite, I've been quite a bit vitriol. <laughs> yeah. Apart from a little bit so of... Dee, uh, yeah, bump, so a bit of lol of them before. Here we go. Whoa, sick bump there from Yvonne. Yeah. Yvonne pushed off the top through a table. By Billy Gunn. Yeah, by Billy Gunn. For the what's up spot. Yeah. I think Matt Hardy gets three count here, doesn't he? Twist of fate into a swanton. Yeah. Three count. Classic Hardy. Uh, Classic Hardy's finish. Uh, yeah. That looked like it hurt. It did. It looked like he bent him fucking backwards. Yeah. He didn't... He, he was too far away. Yeah. Palumbo oh, with a massive fucking elbow. And super kick. He could have been something, Palumbo. Do genuinely think that. Uh, to be fair, I think mm. this is about right for Palumbo, if I'm honest. Like, when, when him and Sean O'Hare first started, I thought Sean O'Hare was the, the, the more talented of the two. Because he did the swanton off the top, but was like, a, you know, big a guy. big six, guy. Six, eight or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he was huge. Mm-hmm. And then they looked like they were going to do well, something side effects, singular with him, and it lasted one point. week. Yeah. And then he left. That was it. 
But it's just a thing where at this point they had too many guys because they'd done the invasion thing. Yeah. And they just had too many guys to try and get on the roster. Mm. And I think a lot of the, a lot of them suffered because they kept WWE guys. Oh, poetry in motion. You know, over the WCW guys, the ECW guys, just because they were WWE guys. I mean, you think about Mike Awesome. Yeah. How good could Mike Awesome have been in the, in the E? Oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're massive advocates of Mike Awesome, yeah. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But instead, he, 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 never, he had one match throughout the whole invasion angle, one match. There's no one match. Not, not that first, I can remember. He no. was the first ever appearance of the, of the invasion. Yeah. But why... W- do you imagine Mike Awesome was a hardcore champion? Yeah. Killing bitches. Mm. Just murdering them. Oh, um, false finish there. Yeah. I'd like to have seen Mike Awesome get a proper main event run. Yeah. Like all the shit he did need to do. Like, he's going to do a fucking frog splash. Oh, he's yeah, like, Jameson. Oh, belt, belt shot. Yeah. Which made the, this is the finish. But it makes no sense to me. Billy Gunn hits his finisher. Jeff Hardy kicks out. Hits him with a belt. Freak out. It's like... Wait, what? Why didn't you just have it end with a finisher? Yeah. Why didn't the finisher just end it? If you're going to end it five seconds yeah. later anyway. It just makes Billy Gunn's finisher look shit mm. for the sake of hitting him with a belt. This is it. So yeah, I've that rate, heel I, finish though, isn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. Three out of five, I put. Decent oh. action, but a bit of a clusterfuck. Billy yeah. and Chuck get the win with the belt shot in the 13 and 50. It was alright, it was there. Yeah, it was that. It was it, when you think that you had TLC two on the last show. On last ma- and the mania before this. And you know that's your tag team offering. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big disappointment that. So yeah, we have the segment here where Nash and Hall Yeah, said they're gonna interfere. When they don't. Well, Molly. Molly with the belt. I love this. Boom! Boom. She took like a fucking pro, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Christian shoving the door in her face. and I love the way it was the top door. That Christian, mm. you couldn't tell it was until he slipped down like that. Yeah. Ah, oh, Christian being a woman. First thing that JR says. Good one, where's going to gratify one leg and slowly drink him into the Just slowly close the door. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, yes. Here we go. Hogan, Hogan versus Rock. Rock. The real main event. This is this was the real main event. Oh, this was it? by far the main event. But if nowadays... See, the, this is the weird thing, because like, I'm, I'm sure on the DVD, Jazz Leiter... No. This is first. Was Jazz Leiter not earlier? No, on the it's DVD. in between. I'm going to have to look. I think I may actually have this on DVD. It's, um, it's up I've there. I've got it up there. I think I have to go. I think I have to go. Because it I'm thinking it's the start of this too. It's, you're thinking this too starts off yeah, with the tag one. match. I have got this one. And the running order's on the back. Yeah, yeah. it's the same. I will, yeah. otherwise I'd watch it on DVD. I actually do have it. I just realised. i got to say, the promo build to this is... I watched it on the fucking network, didn't Pretty I? awesome. Yeah. yeah, I watched the DVD. We've also got WrestleMania 2000 on DVD. Nice. So, yeah, so my notes for the promo. I've got um, Rock and Hogan are perfect foils. 
Hogan is old school, but The Rock can work with him on the mic, and Hogan's just got enough movement left to work with The Rock in the ring. Yeah, it's just enough. It's just enough. You know, guys, it feels great to be back in this ring in the WWF. I mean, the WWF made Hulk Hogan a legend. But you know something? Something happened. And then you people turned on me. The WWF fans drove me out of the WWF. I'm the reason all you people are here. I'm the one that put the WWF on the map. I'm the one that made wrestling as big as it is today. There's nobody in this business that's a bigger icon than I am. I'm the biggest star, past or present, in the wrestling world today, and there'll never, ever be a bigger star than Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan and The Rock in the same ring. Who would have thought they would have ever seen Hogan and The Rock? It was not the people that drove you out of the WWF. They loved you. They believed in you. And damn it, The Rock believed in you. You are a legend. You are without a shadow of a doubt an icon, quite possibly the best ever. And seeing as you are back in the WWF, you talked about headlining, main eventing, WrestleMania after WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Well, Hulk Hogan, The Rock says, how do you feel about headlining one more WrestleMania with The Rock? Yes. It'll be a pleasure to kick your ass at WrestleMania. And by the way, Rock, good luck, because you're going to need it. Not as much as you, brother. Oh, wait a minute! Oh, brother! Versus The Rock at WrestleMania as The Rock bows down to Hollywood Hulk Hogan. You're pitiful, Rock. After I beat you, Rock, you're going to realize that you're ordinary. You're common. All these millions and millions of fans who were my fans first are going to see me kick your candy ass at 100% of WrestleMania. You see, Hogan, you can beat The Rock in a tag. You can take a hammer to the back of the rock's head. You can try to end my career. But the fact remains is there is no way that he's not going to walk into WrestleMania, the biggest match ever. Whoop your candy ass. One, two, three. A match for the ages. The Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania. One on one. A match that the world thought would never, ever happen. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He will make his WrestleMania, his first in nine years, and the challenge for Hulk Hogan is the future of the World Wrestling Federation, The Rock. Wrestling's past, wrestling's future. This is WrestleMania, baby! But it's good because it's just literally just before the WF changed to WE. Yeah. And it's still sort of like the same sort of it, same company, isn't it? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go into the match. Obviously, the promo is fucking amazing. Yeah, we get the Hulk Hogan's in obviously Hollywood mode at the minute. Hogan out first. I say the crowd is mental for Hogan. The whole crowd is it's, just fucking. It, 
I, I, I couldn't believe how over Hogan was. Yeah. I, honestly, I mean, I think I could I think I put it somewhere later on in my notes, but oh, in fact, yeah, <laughs> it's one of the first ones I put. It. The one issue I've got is Hulk Hogan is not a heel in this mm. match. Yeah, and he's booked as the heel up leading up to it because he tries to end the Rock's career. Mm. But I put, I've just noted the NWO are heels. Yeah, but Hogan transcends the NWO. Yeah, he's more important. He's too big a star mm. for this moment, and I'm not saying that he should be, but the way that Sky don't react to him, mm. he's. Above everything. This is it. One other thing I noticed is obviously the beauty of hindsight. Yeah. Is they built this match as wrestling's past versus wrestling's future. Yeah. Not really. No. Because he wasn't around for much longer after no, this. No, he wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, we, we, Scorpion yeah. King, baby. Yeah. So yeah, we skipped to the match. It's this Look at the flashes going off in this. Flashes everywhere. The face is stare down. The epic moment of soaking the atmosphere up. As you can Isn't see, it looks... Yeah, it's the way he works. It. He's looking yeah. one way. He's walk, looking the other. It's for a step. How good is this for a stare down? It's amazing. It's beautiful. It is the most picture perfect stare down of all yeah, time. It really is. They milk the Look, crowd they the other, they so the well. Way. They so the crowd. They, they, Palm they of take the hands. Everything out of this crowd. Palm of the hands. Yeah. They literally, they they're milk too them. good. They're too good. Almost. You know what I mean? Here we go. It takes the referee to go, like, on, we're going to fucking yeah. do this. Yeah. Mike, look at, look at, look at fucking Matt Keogh is bouncing around the ring. He's so excited just to be yeah. there. Yeah. How much energy he's got. Look at the ref. I know. I'd say before, I mean... Oh, just for, just it's, for it's, a note, from an earlier episode, I pointed out to Bunkle, what colours are on the rock's trunks? Black and gold. I rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. It's like the rock's like what the fuck. It's. I, I mean, I actually put at this for this very spot. I don't have enough superlatives for Hogan because he's that over the crowds yeah. that into it. It's another one of their moments where you know the hairs on your arms stand up. The you yeah. know you get chills. Every move is getting a pop, a reaction. Yeah. Everything is getting a reaction. Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, it's all... Because well, I remember, you, I think me and you got this around the same time on DVD, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think you got it for your birthday. Birthday or Christmas, yeah. Mm. Look, Hogan's just cranking on a headlock on the crowd, are going <laughs> mental! Yeah, yeah. It's insane! Okay. It's a legitimate WrestleMania feel, this match. Yeah. I, I mean, I, gen- I genuinely don't believe anybody mm. thought Hogan would be as over as this. No. Look at I, the I state, thought, look, at that. look at that. Oh, man! Is so good. It is so good. I'll tell you something as well. The Rock is making the Hogan look a fucking million bucks. Oh, of course he is. But this is that's what I mean. The the Rock is perfect for this. This is what the Rock is there for. He's a big enough guy to stand out on his own, to be there on his own, and you know, not get caught up, lost in this moment. He's a good enough wrestler to make Hogan, who is older, and you know he looks his age, look like a million bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hogan slowed down incredibly in the ring. He's a brilliant worker of the crowd. 
absolutely spot on. You know, like you were talking about the pageantry before of Ric Flair. Hogan's a master of it. Absolutely. Absolute master of it. Absolutely. Probably going mad just for a fucking clothesline. I know. God. So, like I said, I'm loving the. Well, was, Ooh, well, they, 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 do, they do a couple mm. of couple of moves and then they pause. Yeah. And it's like soaking in the atmosphere. Yeah. There's also uh, another extra bit on the DVD. If you watch it back, there's uh, the rocks, like, it's like a pre access thing or something, talking about how he once caught Hogan's bandana or something. Wow. And he's like, oh, look, Dad, I got this. And he's like, oh, Put it away, kid, or whatever. And he goes, "Look, Mr. Hogan, I got." And he's like, "Oh, thanks, kid." <laughs> Taking it off him, <laughs> and he's going to smell you old bastard. And he's going, "I'm going to get you back at Mania." Right. Wow. Oh, Hogan does a pretty good es- like yeah. rescue of these situations because obviously he can't go over the top rope. Yeah, uses the rope to spring. Yeah, and then use it to roll out to get a time like a a timeout. Yeah, say we were just talking about how bad Nash and Hall looked, you know, like with the trunks and stuff. How good the Hogans look? Yeah, so you're in the all part of the same faction. Yeah, and then Hogan with like his airbrush boots or whatever. Yeah, Hogan is like I mean I, I I you know I ended up like most. Interesting fans hating Hogan in the end, you know, with everything that he did in TNA and all yeah. that stuff. But here, mm. this th- this is what you should remember of Hogan. Almost, yeah. you know, this was the this should have been the end. Mm. This yeah. would have been perfect. He dragged it out for another couple of years, though, didn't he? In WWE. Or was it yeah, he, he took on well. He took on Vinnie Mac at nineteen. Mm. Yeah. Um, and like he goes for the title at Backlash, I want to say. Yeah. You end up running Hogan into people like Brock Lesnar and stuff, and like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. This is what I want to see. This well, is what I wanted. You forget they also did Mister America. Oh, yes. well, yes. You know what I mean? This this Hogan is Hogan should have been treated like this. Yeah. And it's his, and it's his issue that he thought, oh no, I want more money. I'm going to keep doing this, and then I'm going to go up to TNA. I'm going to get paid to do bugger all and whatever. That's on him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But. Oh, this reminds you so how good he was. It's not even like his in-ring ability, it's just his ability no. to tell a story. Yeah. And his ability to re- get a reaction. Yeah. And just entice it out of people. I see, I love The Rock. And the yeah. Rock can just do it just as well. Yeah. But The Rock starts to show a few like little heelish things towards the crowd because he's noticed the crowd are booing him. Mm. And I reckon he's done that on the fly. He's not been told to do that because they expected him to get cheered. Mm. So he's thought, oh, you know what? I'll entice him, keep him in the match, keep yeah. him, and that's so good. 
That's what I mean. If that's a lesser person than The Rock, that doesn't happen. Mm. Mm. They keep trying to play Hogan as a heel and they keep trying to play Fingy as a face because they don't react to the crowd. Absolutely. But it's, you know, it's, it's nothing, there's no flashiness going on. There's no flashy moves. It's all no. simple stuff executed perfectly. Yeah. The flashy shit isn't needed. No. Hogan doesn't do flashy. This is it. You know, you don't, not... you don't need you don't need flips. You don't need fucking you know power drivers off the top rope yeah. to tell a decent story. Yeah, you know, it... I mean, there's a hug in his god sign in the crowd. The yeah. man's not been at WrestleMania for nine years. Mm. There's a hug in his god sign in the crowd. <laughs> you know what I mean, the best back rates in the biz. Yeah, the back rates get cheered. Yeah, fucking you know back I mean? rates. <laughs> It well, doesn't I think, happen. The thing I find is matches though. There's like the points where there's like the crowd turn on Rock and they turn on Hogan. They never turn on Hogan. They do at some point. Mm. He starts healing it up though later when he takes his strap off. He takes the belt off maybe, but but it's like I think that's that that was the point. You know what I mean? They cheered for him biting him. So that was typical heel Hogan, wasn't it? Yeah. Can't well, that's it. Is, you know. So again, Rock giving the crowd shit. Yeah. I think that's perfect. You know, they cheer like 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 in the like a WrestleMania seventeen, they cheer for the rocking bits. Yeah. They also boom in oh. bits. I like that. Whatever that was. Well, it's like a fucked up choke slam, really. Choke, but choke. I liked it. <laughs> a choke line. Yeah. The it's one thing I'm surprised line. that The Rock didn't do in this match was the leg drop. Yeah. I don't think he could have. I don't think he could have let that happen. And he starts to healing it up with the strap choking. I think I believe I said here at the most point in time, Rock gets sent into fucking orbit. Yeah. He's fucking throwing that high over the top rope. Yeah. Well, obviously, we've got this. Here we go. Where you go. Can't remember which falls over in the process. Yeah. yeah. Diving out of the way. <laughs> Here's the thing as well. Take it. Looks tired. We don't look blown. Oh yeah, yeah, Hogan. Yeah, so he's in all right shape for a man of his age. Oh yeah, I mean you can see he's in decent shape by the yeah. size of him. I mean he was always a you know a big dude. Well, we'll go for the announcers table with the big tellies. <laughs> Miss those big tellies. Fucking tablets. Here we go, fighting back now. Yeah. The worst head bounces off an announce table ever, but we don't care. No, we don't do shit. Yeah. An Omu sign. <laughs> <laughs> in the crowd 
Omu. <laughs> the cows are coming. <laughs> Maybe it's a hindsight thing to come Omu. Omu. Why, why has nobody made a parody? Why has nobody parodied this? I have no idea. Omu. You'll see a vignette of it one day. Omu is coming. Ref oh, Red Red Ring of Wrath. Red Ring of Wrath has happened. Mike Yoda is kill. Yeah. Oh, basically just fucking clotheslines in the face. Oh, Spinebuster. To booze. To booze. But obviously no ref, so... I think sharpshooter here. Do we have sharpshooter? Yes. Yep, sharpshooter to booze. People are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No referee. Goes into the ropes, but there's no ref. So the ref drags him back in. Hogan taps. Hogan taps. Ref is dead. No ref. More booze. Ref is asleep. Get that man a pillow. <laughs> Oh, is this one where he sells? Yeah. Like it's just been a fucking electric shock. Overly aggressive way. Rocky sucks chance. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, low blow! Low blow. Oh, fucking rock bottom by Hogan! Yeah. Picture fucking perfect as well. It was, it was awesome. Two. Zombie count. Yeah. This is where I basically yeah. start getting the fucking. Hogan gets out the belt. Crash went mental. But these sound sick. Oh, yeah. Weightlifting belts uh, uh, are not, yeah, they're not nice things to get hit with. Oh, because like, I've been hit with many a belt. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with every repeated shot, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Please, can I have another? I was careful not to say sir. So now the rock gets the whip. Rock fucking proper lays in. Oh, yeah, he does. I think they must have had a conversation in the back before the match to just fucking go to town. Yeah. You hit me first, so I know how hard to hit you back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. 
I'm going to get the t- uh, rock bottom, which was worse than Hogan's. <laughs> yeah. But Hogan actually took that well compared to like, the chokes on the yeah. tapes. Well, here we go. Yeah. we go. Oh, the whole club and the up. crowd yeah. are going fucking batshit. Yeah. The look on Rock's face is amazing. Look at the fucking crowd jumping. On their feet all the way back. You. Look, Danny Hope, you're shit compared to this. <laughs> you want the spit in his hand? Yeah. He did. That's what he does when he tra- lays the smack down, isn't it? Mm. Oh, big boot. Big boot. Look at the fucking, the fucking crowd. crowd bouncing. Drop. Oh. That cell was amazing! One, two, oh my god! What a match! (laughs) Oh, the whole crowd are bouncing. Yeah, they really are. I'm gonna put this point, what a fucking match! Yeah. It's just amazing, just the whole match, it's not even the action, it's the story it's telling, it's keeping you. what your, your eyeballs on the screen? Absolutely, it's absolutely second leg drop miss. Yeah. Here comes the beginning of the end, I believe. So you've got rock bottom with yep. no count. So what the fuck have I got to do? Here we go. Second rock bottom. Oh, keep up. Looking to a yeah. people's elbow. Booze for the rock bottom, but cheers for the people's elbow. Well, because they know, Cause cause they know the pad's so. coming. Yeah, 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 yeah someone's getting an elbow pad. <laughs> Bang. Bang. That's it, done. And to quote Jim Ross, what an emotional ride. That was fucking yeah. amazing. It was brilliant. That match did not feel Rock as long as the win with the elbow in 1623. And it felt like 10 minutes. Tops. And pretty much kills the crowd. <laughs> yeah, the crowd are dead after this. Absolutely, yeah. That was fucking amazing. Obviously, after the match, we'd get the handshake, mutual respect. Yeah. We do. We do. And then, obviously, we've got the attack later on, Nash and Hall. Yeah, Nash and Hall come out and turn on Hogan. Yeah, they get and the, then the Hogan, Hogan face and, turn, effectively, yeah. isn't it? Hogan and Rock run them off. Oh, we get the attendance record of 68,237. But before we go on, we've got a very important contribution from the big show. Oh, do we? WrestleMania, baby! Woo! And that's his contribution for the whole show. Oh dear. <laughs> Thank God you retired, you fat bastard. <laughs> oh yeah, he's retired, hasn't he? Yeah. Or rather, he's let his contract run out. Oh, and next contact in which not next con- next contact contest even schedule for one fall. Not much happens in six minutes and sixteen seconds. It's a triple threat with the women. Yes. But the Ch- crowd of that dead. It doesn't really matter because it's just this filler. Before we jump into Christian versus Maven for the, the hardcore, hardcore title. But yeah, just want to mention something about this match. Yes. Jazz versus Lita versus Trish Stratus. Yes. Lita 
I just want to put my rating. Because everything is obviously bog standard fucking schmoz. Basically. Um, so I gave the match 2 out of 5. For the record, a Hogan match, 5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. No fucking doubt about it. Um, Jazz was awesome in this match. Okay. Fucking great. Stiff as fuck. Really good. Trish was alright. Trish was what you expect. Yeah. You know, she was okay. Well, she's in Canada, isn't she? She's in Canada, yeah. She was alright. Lita, on the other hand, was sloppy as fuck. Borderline yeah. dangerous in that match. And she, in hindsight, I used to be a fan of Lita. So, actually, I'll just read out exactly what I've put. But Jazz is awesome. Trish was okay. Lita was sloppy as fuck. Why is she in the Hall of Fame? Not at best, she is shit and sloppy. <laughs> at worst, she is fucking dangerous. She had, How... the, she had the odd good moment. The, yeah, but... but set... you, the key word there is odd. Is odd. odd. <laughs> she was a fucking waste of space. She could do a moonsault. The only reason she had a fucking spot was because she could do a moonsault. Sorry, a moonfall. Because she didn't yeah. fucking salt. She basically fell and got just enough rotation that she didn't break her fucking neck. That was basically it. I was about to say you're done ranting, but... <laughs> I am pretty much done as, ranting. That's where you jumped to Christian, uh, about yes. to jump in a taxi. As a uncle gets back from Tinkles. Maven's yes. behind him. Schoolboy in the car park. Gets the free and steals his taxi. taxi. Yeah. And his bag. And his bag as well. So not only has he robbed the belt, he's robbed his stuff. Yeah. But just for the record, so you know, you've missed a... Go for it. But yeah, just so you know, um, you've missed a epic rant about from me. Oh, right. About Lisa. Oh, yeah. You mean the moonsault? No. Oh. No. Her whole fucking career. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I... <laughs> well, let me just repeat for um, Bunkle's <clears throat> listening pleasure what my review for the last women's show. Where thing was Jazz was awesome, right? Trish was okay, yeah. Lita was sloppy as fuck. True. Why is she in the Hall of Fame? Because she was there. At best, she is shit and sloppy. Yeah. At worst, she is fucking dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> True. So yeah, that's what I thought the women's match. So yeah, Jazz got the win in 6.16. Yep. Cool. And it's main event time here on WrestleMania 18. Woo! We've got the undisputed champion with two belts. Two belts. When it was cool. Back when it was cool, yeah. Back before the two, was it 2015 when it was, or was it before then even? Can't remember. 2013, wasn't it? When it was the uh, decided to do the undisputed title again, in a way. Uh, With WWE and World Heavyweight Championship, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, this was when it was it was cool to be the undisputed champion, and it meant something. And then when they did it again, it was because of the brand split. So you had one champion on both shows, which I also enjoyed. Because now it's stupid. Yeah, this is when the brand split was a new thing and it was really, really good. Yeah. My issue with it now is that 
well, for years, the SmackDown title is on first at WrestleMania, no matter if it's got the Rumble winner in it or not. And it's like, well, no, that's just, that's literally saying SmackDown is for your mid-carders. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. It's like your B title, it's the B show. So we're going to start off and your main show is going to end it. In a way, yeah. I can under- I can also understand the f- way of booking it. Thinking right, we're going to bookend the show with, in air quotations, main events. So we're going to start you off high. We're going to end you high, but it doesn't come across that way. No. So it's just one of them. But yes, main event time. Let's so we have eighteen. The challenger coming out to drowning pool, and they can't get the words right because they're either off the tits or drunk or something. Absolutely. I mean, it's possibly the worst version of Triple H's theme tune I have ever fucking heard. And I feel bad because the guy's dead, but he can't fucking sing. (laughs) He just can't. No, it's true. They they had one good song, and that was it. Well, they even good song. It's a cliche song, but, you know, it's one of them. Yeah. yeah, It was the worst version I've ever heard. Trips with a heavy leg strapping, heavy leg strapping, and tits bigger than Stephanie's. <laughs> yes, that was a, that, that was that was possible back then because this was pre boob job. See, oh, post post boob job, ah, post boob job, yeah, yeah. Crowd clearly exhausted. Well, it, that's the thing though; they're, they're still not yet to come down from the with the women's titles match. So, <laughs> I just didn't think there was much of a pop. When either guy came out, to be honest, which I, I expected like a big roar, especially with Jericho. Well, you know, had, and... they've had a few really good matches to pop for. I mean, you've had the, uh, you know, obviously Rock Hogan. You had a few couple of matches before then, and obviously you had the Bardstormer that was the women's match. So you know, it, it's <laughs> they're absolutely knackered at this point. Stephanie McMahon, who my wife described as trans. <laughs> I. I thought she looked quite nice, I'm really honest. Well, my wife doesn't really watch wrestling. Kind of walked into the room as this was on and goes, so who's the trans walking out with him? (laughs) (laughs) To which I replied, the daughter of the owner of the company. Wow. And married to the guy who's in the ring. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's maybe, if it's a Blackpool thing, but um, yeah, I was sort of attracted, found her attractive, so... Your your wife's comment, I don't know. It might be more of a Blackpool comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, yeah, I, I, I just blame it on the fact she's from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lancashire, la la la. <laughs> we don't like this gum. We don't like this gum. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got Jericho... Being accompanied by Stephanie with the two belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which does look awesome. Yeah, it's still a good look. And of course, this back to 2000, 2001 it leads back to. Yeah. And pretty much, from what, from what I understand, the whole feud is started with uh, Triple H just being tired of Stephanie being a heel. <laughs> okay. Not even shocked. Not even shocked. Wow. There's some stuff I've re- I've read where it's like Stephanie suggests she renew the wedding vows, follow a week on Raw. Triple H refuses and then 
reveal she was pregnant that makes him change. Trips gets a phone call from Linda who shows him a videotape that the doctor was an actor and Stephanie wasn't pregnant. Oh, is this when they make the infamous, um, you know, I would have been pregnant if the game was big enough and he suggests the game's plenty big enough, but when you're trying to put the Grand Canyon, it's a bit of an issue. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they say something very similar to that on Raw. Wow. Like hot dog down a hallway. Yeah, basically that's what he suggests. (laughs) Yeah, fucking hell. Of course, it's around May 2001 where Triple H tears his quad. Yeah. Um, but this, there's still these, like the whole divorce settlement thing they have. Where it's, oh, yeah, uh, the divorce settlement over the dog. The dog, Triple H's wrestling robe and Stephanie's Corvette, which he, he, he cuts it in half and gives a half of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you so, you could get away with that. <laughs> well... They get triple bulldog Lucy. Stephanie gets bu- the bulldog Lucy, and uh, Jer- Jericho gets sent to walk the dog. So he ties it to a limousine and orders the driver to go and buy some air fresheners. Oh, for fuck's sake! Over the Jesus. Uh, so this whole thing leads to uh, Jericho tri- trips trying to attack Stephanie. Gets shots to the injured leg by Jericho, and uh, they left his quad in a condition that one false move in his main match and bunkles him. Um, oh. You need it about six inches away, mate. You are? You mic a bit further away, you're breathing down the mic. Oh, sorry. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Trips goes to Pedigree on the episode, the go home, I want to say. Well, the week and, before. Yeah, and then Jericho locks in the walls of Jericho, and which leads us to Rainya. Which is a pretty good fucking build. I mean, the, the promo package was great for this show. This, it, was, it basically showed you everything you needed to know. Obviously, you know, the wedding and, well, yeah, the, well, yeah, the wedding, wasn't it? And he basically just, basically just fucked her off and... Well, <laughs> I've seen this was a good uh, promo build though, but I've seen people still saying like I think after they've listened to the Mania Seventeen episode that we did that nothing beats the Austin Rock promo. Nothing no, ever I, will I be agree. the Austin Rock. The Austin will, promo is hard to beat. It's because it's so. The thing is, it's so simple. Like this match, this match could literally they could have done this match the same way. You know, Triple H coming back from injury. I'm, I am the best in the world. I want to. I will prove I am the best in the world. Chris Jericho is the best in the world, and just feud over the title. Especially now you've got two belts on the line. But instead, they decided that they had to have the garnish and like the whole Stephanie angle, which I understand doing because you couldn't have had two two matches that were the same. You know, the Rock and Hogan is, you know, I'm I'm still on top. I'm still the best in the world. And then The Rock, like, well, actually, no, I'm actually the best in the world. So I understand why they did it to, you know, to bring that variety to the pay-per-view. But, yeah. but the question is, do do you need it? Is the way I look at it. And for these two guys, because they're so good. I mean, this match is this match is a really, really good match. Crowd's dead because they've just had Rock Hogan. 
Yeah, they're burnt the fuck out, aren't they? Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, a six-minute women's match with, you know, the... <laughs> Well, three characters that you can't really say are over unless they take off the top. Um, at, unfortunately, at this time in you know wrestling, it there's not it's not enough time for them to recover. Yeah, well, I remember sort of watching uh, manias after this one. They always sort of say compare comparing the crowd and the match pacing uh, and the cards card layout compared to always compared to WrestleMania eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it, this even so. This is a well-paced show. As, oh, I, I completely agree. You know, oh. and to be honest, you know, if if they hadn't have put this match on last, the, the people would be complaining that the 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 championship match isn't last. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, but like like you, like, like, like you do nowadays. Well, this is it. But like you say. Um, the way it was ordered, obviously, back then it was still the, the World Heavyweight Championship was to main event WrestleMania. But as for the actual main, like, as the main event, the actual main event, the, show, the, the match that people came to see, it wasn't this match. I mean, obviously, there would have been, you wouldn't have complained about seeing this match. Um, but people paid their money to go and see The Rock and um, Hulk Hogan, basically. Oh, absolutely, they did. Absolutely. Which was the true main event, and which I think is it Triple H and Chris Jericho have said that they believe that they shouldn't have gone on last. Yeah, I believe I remember hearing it somewhere. They they were saying they should have gone on before Rock Hogan, and Rock Hogan should have closed the pay per view. Absolutely. Yeah. It could. Absolutely. It could. They could easily have done that. You know, just like they do nowadays, where they put like Taker's been on last. You know, Taker was on last lap. You know, with Roman Reigns last year. You know, but. It's 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 one of those things you ha- you have to make a judgment call. I mean, I, I, do I think it's wrong that you know CM Punk always says you know I should have been in the main event of WrestleMania, but at the end of the day, the way that the pay per views had to play out, he couldn't have been in the main event of WrestleMania. You know what I mean? It depends on the magnitude of the matches around that, and if it's the biggest yeah. match on the card. Which CM Punk's when he had the when he had the belt, CM Punk's match wasn't the main. It wasn't the biggest match on the card. It really wasn't. It's not. It's the same case in WrestleMania 18. This is not the biggest match on the card. It's a big match, don't get me wrong. But it's not the main match that people came to see, which is why I do believe it should have possibly gone on third from last. Yeah. In the place to swap. If you swapped Hogan Rock and this this match, I think that would have been the ideal sort of pacing for the show. And I do think, obviously, I've got an overall rating for the sh- for the show, but I think it drags it down a, a point, half a point for the main show because of the order these two matches were in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm almost... You know what? I'm tempted to say it should have been on. You should have had... You should have had this match on, then the tag match, then the Divas match, then Rock Hogan. That could have worked. That could, you know, worked. I mean, that that because at the end of the day, that tag match should have been great, but didn't do a right lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's say the let's say the matches don't actually change. You know, the, the, the you, you you know you, they are what they are. If this match would have been, you know, had a great reaction, then you've got two, you know, 
almost filler matches, but that people are still interested in, especially the tag tag the tag match. Mm. But that wasn't particularly great, you know. It was it was there. It was you know it was nice to see them all, but it wasn't spectacular. But like it also it have sm- sorry, mate. So it all have a small amount of hype as well, because obviously the tag matches at WrestleMania at this point have got a bit of a reputation. Obviously, yeah. following on from the TLC match the week the year before, you yeah. had um, obviously you got the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, you got the Ocalites, and you had Ch- Billy and Chuck. Now you thought obviously there's going to be some absolute skull fuckery in that match. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it wasn't as much as you would expect him because obviously the year before we obviously involved the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. Yeah. So it was it was sort of a letdown if you get what I mean that match as well, rather than it being oh it's uh, not as good as it should have been. It was more of a letdown because it wasn't a bad match. Don't get it wrong. It's just it what it didn't really live up to a lot of people's expectations. Obviously because of the year before. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Um, we, back to this match. How brown is Triple H? <laughs> I was wondering how long it takes someone to comment on that. <laughs> oh, straight a fucking way, mate. I mean, he's obviously ra- he's obviously raided uh, Stephanie McMahon's fake town. Absolutely. It's not fake town. That's literally like him was walking into like an oven and go like, "What kill you, mate?" I say, "Shit, oh, golden yeah. chicken." here's the thing though you don't notice how brown he is until he's in the ring because of the lighting yeah the thing is as soon as soon as like you see chris jericho get in the ring you think holy shit triple h has a lot of oil on it's like a paint it's like a paint color chart in that ring yeah (laughs) he really is but um no i said the match itself it's got it's really decent action it's Mainly Jericho focusing on the injured leg, which is what he would do. Yeah, in... it's great. It's great storytelling at the end of the day. Yeah. Obviously, uh, uh, Jr. was saying that Triple H's leg is hanging by a thread, and obviously, through because of that, obviously, you see Jericho going for that leg. And obviously, what they do, yeah. obviously, in wrestling, if someone's got a clear injury, they wrap it up with uh, bandages, don't they? So it's clear that they yeah. have a injury. Ooh. If it was a yeah. real, if it was a real sport, you'd be hiding that injury as much as possible to not make light of it, so your enemy doesn't have somewhere to attack. Now, yeah. obviously, I could say it's a great story, and obviously, throughout the whole match, pretty much, probably, I'll probably say four fifths of the match, Jericho centered all of his attacks on that left leg. Oh yeah, I mean, there's like there's a, there's one spot where he, you, you know he does the middle rope drop uh, missile drop kick. Yes, and he does that at the knee. And it's it's picture perfect. It's a it's beautiful, and it's like you say, it's incredibly good storytelling. But do you think anyone anyone else over the trip, uh, Chris Jericho, would have been able to pull that off at that time? No, I don't think he would have. Chris Jericho, obviously, he's silky smooth in that ring. Everyone knows he is. He obviously he had the match the match before. He was obviously in the first match working with a fucking ring general like William Regal. Yeah, and then he, it shows how well trusted the guy was to go into the main event and work a story like that on the main event of WrestleMania, the biggest match on the card supposedly and be able to pull it off faultlessly in my opinion absolutely unbelievable Chris Jericho puts an absolutely amazing performance in this match oh no I completely agree As, as for Triple H again Great performance because the selling on his behalf, unbelievable. I don't think there was yeah, one he, moment where he didn't sell it. 
No, there isn't. I mean, the thing is, it's like even the, one of the good one of the things that I noticed that was I don't want to say intriguing, but I never realised how much Triple H lands on his knee or uses his knee, like in his move set. Well, yeah, it's like it's like half the time he, he does, you know, he he whips whips him into the ropes and goes for the high and goes for the high knee, but when he lands, he like hobbles himself a bit. When he does the the knee smash that he does, where he lands on that knee, mm-hmm. again hobbles him a bit, and it's like, oh well, you know, he's, he's it's like he's not getting all of the the power in his moves because of the injury, and it's that's a hard thing to do. I mean, I I, I mean, when I was watching last year's WrestleMania. Seth Rollins was supposed to have a knee injury, and he's doing like phoenix splashes and fucking. <laughs> Running up and down the, the, you know, leaping up the ropes and shit, and it's like, oh, he's done a move. Oh, I'll sell it. I'll sell it. But then I'll no sell it when I jump to the top rope again. It's like, Absolutely. no, you fucking suck. It's like if when he's tried to hit the pedigree, it was knee was giving out and things like that. It's yeah. just little bits, little pieces. Like the way he has to modify certain moves so he's not going off that leg. Things like that. It's just little like tweaks, little things that. In that um, match, it was it's like I say, it's the smallest details that make the biggest difference. I've got the match on now, and I've just literally watched him put uh, Jericho in a figure four. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's later on. But yeah, I mean, you can see he's grimacing while he's doing it. Yeah, he's, he's like just gone to Pedro, he's gone to Pedro with Stephanie. And got drop kicks in the face, and then Jericho's wrapping his knee around the turnbuckle, around the ring post, even. Yeah. And um, I believe at the mo- at that point, then uh, Jericho counts. I mean, yeah, uh, Triple H counters Jericho with a bit of improv. Um... So I've obviously I've not got the match on in front of me. Um... Spoiler. Um... <laughs> but yeah, this I've got it in my notes. He, he improvs at a counter. Somehow, uh, I don't didn't see that, but I just saw Stephanie kick him in the knee, and he's ah. back in the ring. And Jericho's working up. Ah, fair dues. I don't know where the fuck I got that note from. Then, <laughs> <laughs> um, you sure he watched the same pay per view? Possibly. Definitely <laughs> watched the same pay per view. Was nineteen, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. But yeah, um, I'm just trying to say it's. Stephanie, I think, was used quite well in this match as well. She yeah. didn't do too. I, I thought it was quite good that she didn't do too much. Well, yeah, because it, well, it works out because it wasn't. A, it was a not. It wasn't a no DQ, was it? No. So she couldn't get involved too much, but she got involved enough to make a difference. So, yeah. you know, the way she was used, it was little sneaky pot shots here, here or there. Yeah, it was, it, I, I, think, I think she was put quite well, personally. Um, but yeah, um, what I did notice, I thought we skipped over it, but it was a certain chance at the beginning of the, uh, beginning of the, uh, beginning of the match towards um, Earl Hebner. Now, bearing in mind, we're in Toronto. In Canada. Oh. Uh, the whole crowd, a lot, a big massive chant in the crowd started chanting at Hebner, you screw Brett. 
<laughs> Massive chant of you screwed Brett at the beginning of the match. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, you, you haven't been there for a TNA show in Manchester, Paul. Oh, shit. I've not been. I nearly did one year, and then I, I could have gone for a tenner, and I decided oh. not to, and I regretted it because apparently it was a fucking cracking show. Yeah. Well, Earl Hebner had come out. He'd even get his own entrance at some point. Oh, fucking hell. He'd come out. Oh, yeah, he was a big star. People, he'd come out. <laughs> and then he'd have his ref shirt on. He'd just take off his ref shirt and he'd have a damn right I did on his shirt. <laughs> what a wanker. <Yeah. laughs> He's so full of his own shit, isn't he? Fucking well, hell. He was always like throwing the shirt at people and people were emailing and tweeting and TNA and stuff saying, where can I buy that shirt from? I want an Earl Hebner damn right I did shirt. The eventually <laughs> Sell. Why? What did you? Why did they sell it? Yeah, they actually bought it out on sale. Oh. Balls! I missed out on a trick there. Refs <laughs> should not have merch. TNA will sell anything if it if if it makes some bloody money. Well, they've already sold the soul, so why not? <laughs> that fucking company's a drizzling shit. Well, I can say. Uh, I just want your two opinions on this while we're actually talking about TNA very quickly. Um, I know it's going to sort of like tangent a little bit, but just a quick briefing. What did you think about the um, Solomon Crow spot that's been going around? Uh, I watched it and it was horrible. It was fucking sick. Yeah. Is this the bit where. Is this the spot that I'm thinking of? Baseball back to the eye. Yeah, I have not watched it. I think it's a joke that they're trying to make money off it. Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, that to set the scene, bunk, to set the scene, bunk call. Um, Eddie Edwards is on the map. He's got a. Um, so, um, he's not called Solomon Crow. That was his um, NXT oh name, wasn't it? Um, but he puts his Sammy chair, Callahan. Sammy Callahan. There we go. Sammy Callahan puts a sets up a chair on his chest. So right. at worst, it's wobbly. At worst, second, it's just fucking. It's just going to deflect anything, which it did because the bat yeah. came down off the edge of the chair and basically the point of the bat hit him in the face. Right now, I what what I know is why the hell would you do that spot in the first place, which is potentially dangerous because the guy could have fucking died. True. <laughs> Pointless and not worth the payoff. But he has to have agreed to do the spot. So at the end of the day, it's two consenting adults, really. Oh, I agree. Spot. Oh, I agree. But the uh, what you got to point, you got to think of is yes, Eddie Edwards is a complete dickhead for agreeing to it. So, um, what's his name? Um, Sammy Callahan. He's a complete dickhead for even going through with it. And the guy that signed it off and went, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Is a complete dickhead as well. Yeah, completely Basic, agree. You know, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Basically. Which was brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I understand the idea. It's to create shock and awe, but it's not necessary. And for the sake of the probably less than 100 people who are actually watching your show, yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. Little tip TNA bookers. Yeah. Do good fucking wrestling and people will watch. You don't need baseball bats. True. 
basically that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, Coxie, before we move on? Because uh, we'll get back to the main event quick. <laughs> I've only watched the, the thing once, and I just think it was stupid and reckless. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's pretty sums it up. But it was a stupid spot. Yeah, the payoff yeah. wasn't worth it. Definitely not. So, that's it. Put a guy out of action with a broken orbital bow. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, talking of brutal shit, this match eventually does get a bit brutal. Yeah, I was just in a pedigree through, well, a reverse pedigree through a, a, like a backdrop through one of the announce tables. Yes. Oh, yes, right, excellent. Yeah, that because that was when Triple H's leg looked like it was going to give way when he went to do the pedigree. And then Jericho reversed it, which I thought was a it, that that storytelling. Right, back the backdrop through the Spanish. Yeah, yeah, that was it, fucking he's brutal. trying to walls Jericho him on the table, which I don't understand why that hurts anymore. But the commentators put it across that he's trying to um, recreate the, a spot from Raw a couple of weeks ago where he re-injured his leg. Mm. Yeah, is that That's not like? Seamus doing the Irish curse and the Hell in a Cell though on the, on the steel steps. Oh yeah, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that that's that's what gets me about it is it doesn't make the world of Jericho hurt anymore. But at the end of the day, if that if they've done it because they want to almost put the spot on a pedestal because it's outside the ring, whatever, fine. Yeah, it's it it adds a little bit of um... in this match for sure. Yeah, it adds a little bit of spice, and obviously, you know, going outside the ring, it's supposed to be a little bit more unpredictable, isn't it? So, yeah, that's the reason why it's done outside the ring. It's like, oh, like for example, if they're trying to do the walls of Jericho on the table, it's more of a psychological thing. So, look, I can make everyone see you, even though you're in the ring at possibly about the same height as the table. It doesn't come across that way because it's outside, and it's a little bit more what's the word? It's a little bit more brutal because it's in a bit of a more of an un. Predictable area like the back action's meant to happen in them, like in in between them four ropes. Yeah, you know it's it's, it's well, one of them. It's like think about it this way: when he actually does the injury, yeah, it's because he's gone out onto the announce table to try and pedigree Kurt Angle, and he slips because mm-hmm. the table gives way beneath him. Yeah, and that's how he actually does it. So. It's you know, teasing that potentially could tables, happen again. Uh, you know, it's it's more psychology. You know, is the announce table going to break? Is it going to? You know. Well, this is it. But yeah, we um. I've got. I was going to say something, but it's completely gone. <laughs> oh. I've got lion salt for two. Uh, Walls of Jericho applied. And then it's where we get the limp arm spot, which I hate. So they do the whole, like, oh, he's passed out. Triple H just passed out. And then, like, they do, like, the, the lift in the arm, and he drops it twice. And then on the third one, he's he's coming back, and he's got a power out of it. Which yeah. I hate. I hate that. It's not good. It's cliche for, for fuck, isn't it? I'll, I'll give you a hint, Bunkle. That's such a pop. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's it's hokey. It's the only way I can describe it. It's like uh, I don't know. It's, it's it, if, if if you're in that much pain that you've passed out, if you've actually passed out, and somebody continues to put the hold on you, 
You don't wake up. As somebody who's been choked unconscious several times, you don't wake up unless they let go. I've seen a Ken Shamrock Big Boss Man New Age Outlaws tag match where Shamrock had uh, Billy Gunn in the ankle lock and Billy Gunn just passed out at this point. The ref just like, well, what do I do? And he's like, well, you might want to start counting the three. Like, Right. Well, you the arm drop, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. It's basically just Hebner shitting a brick again. Well, yeah. I just I just watched Hebner uh, get pushed by Stephanie, and she turns around and walks straight into Triple H. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And if it's gonna, that's going to make Mother Nature piss her pants. So I'm probably. <laughs> 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 but I believe that. Wait, is it Jericho goes for a chair at this point? He's gone for the chair and Trips is about to break. Trips DDTs him onto the chair and then Stephanie's yeah. Picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Trips DDTs him onto the chair, gets two, and then Steph has a chair. Steph, Triple H grabs by the hair and pedigrees her. Yeah. yeah. Steph yeah. has a chair. Hebner in, takes the chair off her. Triple H with a pedigree to Steph. Wags to yeah. J with a chair shot, two count. Yeah. Blast, I would say, put blast Triple, oh, Triple H, blast Jericho. It's a near fall. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, Trip's got his hand up, as I noticed there. Yeah. You can say the, the brutality and the paces of it is picking up, obviously, towards the end of this match. Yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. weapons are getting involved. Ref, ref death is happening. Red ring of death. Ref, you know, it's, it's all happening. <laughs> yeah. And then the next part I've actually got in my notes is the, is the finish. Which is what I have, which is fucking. Yeah. I think it's actually fucking beautiful. This finish. Why two J goes for the pedigree, gets reversed. Pedigree from trips, three count. Go, he gets counted into a monkey flip, which then uh, on Turpo jumps back in towards Triple H, which I'm assuming he's possibly going for a back elbow, but then gets caught into the pedigree straight in midair. Nice. Like he's going for an axe, an axe handle. Mm. Then. And trips just trips gives him the gut kick and straight yeah. Although I just watched the free count. There. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and we have a new champ. New yeah. disputed champ. I say it's. I mean, it's a great match. Don't get me wrong; it is really good. It's some of Triple H's best work, actually. Uh, I would I'd say much so. Prefer when he is like I, I, not so much the babyface, but I prefer when he's. Where he's selling more, you know, like Triple H in control, like you know, being the champion for years, it's kind of you know, it, it it's dull to me. But in this match, this is probably, I'd like to say this is probably his best work. It's definitely some of it. Absolutely. I mean, this is when uh, just oh, this was just before the dark days of the Triple H era, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah. But the only thing about the Triple H era is he was the only one there, so. What choice did we have? This is it. But yeah, I'll um, give this a rating, I suppose. We've got um, four, I've given it 4.5 out of 5. Um, great match, awesome story told regarding Triple H's Neo, the relationship between Steph and Triple H, and a great way to end Mania. Yeah, I think I'd give it a 4. If I'm, uh, the, you know, it's, it's great, don't get me wrong, but... You know, Triple H's entrance, 
stupid shit. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know, and I'm not, I'm not one for the, you know, for the garnish, no matter how, how fun it is, you know, it's, but it, it's definitely a decent match. Don't get me wrong. You also, know, I can't, I can't fault what they did if in parts it seems a little slow, but it would be, it, it, you know, to, to tell the story better, you need it to be slower. Well, so, Triple H is selling an injured leg, so he's not going to be flying exactly. around like Rey Mysterio, is he? So, Exactly, yeah. So, you know what I mean? And also, just while I remember a little tidbit, it's the second year in a row Triple H has played out. Uh... So he was played out by Motorhead in 17 and Drowning yes. Pool in 18. Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know if he's played out in 19. I've not seen it, so... Uh, I don't remember it. So... Who knows? I don't believe he is. Um... Oh, she's like, shit, Google, Google. <laughs> Wikipedia, go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, Bunker, what would you give it as an overall? The pay-per-view? Yes. See, obviously I give WrestleMania 17 a 5 out of 5 because it's my favourite pay-per-view. Yeah. I would... <sighs> And this one should be no different. No, no, no. I'm not giving this one a five out of five. I would like to. There are some excellent matches in this pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong. I love Ric Flair, Undertaker. I love Rock and Hulk Hogan. I think that's the second greatest match of all time. So, I, but I have to score it. it I have to score it lower because the rest of the card doesn't live up to the WrestleMania 17 card. You think you put that tag match versus a tag match at WrestleMania 17. There's no contest. You put Angle Benoit up against Angle Kane. There's no contest. You know what I mean? It's so I have I have I have to go with I have to give it a four, a solid four, four and a half out of five, because it's still don't get me wrong, it's still great, but it's just. The whole card isn't at the level of seventeen. All the way through it, you won't, you wouldn't choose a WrestleMania eighteen match over a WrestleMania seventeen match. And I'm you... sat here nodding. Yeah. I mean, I have to. I can't argue with that. Now, I've had a bit of hindsight, a bit of time to think about my rating. Now, I was going to give it a four point five. But yes. I'm going to take a spot, half a point off for the order of the card. Yeah. Now, I for me, the the first half of the card was paced brilliantly. It was perfect. But then, obviously, the second half of the card, it towards the the end of the end of the night, the pacing and the order of the matches, I think for me was all wrong. And it should for me, the undisputed championship match should have been swapped with the Hogan Rock match. Yeah. Now, for me, that would have been the perfect pacing for the for the show. That would have been ideal, and that would have given it a four point five out of five for me. Mainly because, you know, the pacing the the pacing would have been perfect. Some of the matches were basically filler, like the fucking Edge, you know, Booker oh, T Edge Booker match. T garbage over and the, yes. you, and the uh, in all sense and purposes, the Test Edge uh, Eddie Guerrero match was. Well, borderline filler, but it was an all right match for what it was. Um, it was basically a buffer match. Um, 
the opener was great, as you always expect with William Regal. Uh, you know, other than that, I've got I've, to be honest with you. Um, I think that's the Taker. The Taker Ric Flair match was what it was. You know, it's it wasn't amazing. For me, it wasn't an amazing match. You weren't going to get an amazing match. Um, but it was all right for what it was. Um, yeah, other than that, like I say, I think a 4.5 for me, pretty solid WrestleMania. Can't complain. It's one of the better ones. So, yeah, recommended. Definitely. Absolutely recommended. Four point. I, I, I did enjoy WrestleMania 17 slightly more because it was more about that card than this one. But, again, both great pay-per-views. Coxie? Well, of course, it was my pick, so but I'm still going to give it like a four and a half. Yeah, it's like that's unanimous. That's quite that's quite unexpected. Mm. Uh, um, mainly because like I, I originally when I w- watched it on DVD for the first time, like I quite liked the performances and stuff. Yeah, and it's one of them. But you go back and watch it now, and it's like, yeah, that's not that good. Yeah, you, you, want can... slap, you want to slap yourself across the face and say, why the fuck did I enjoy that? Well, there's that and the fact is like you have Edge and Booker T feuding up a shampoo commercial or whatever. <laughs> why not just have the match on SmackDown? Save us time. Well, this is it. Or oh, a fucking throwaway pay-per-view. Yeah. Put, Put it, it on, on Backlash he- or something. Like Bunkle said, give us Lance Storm. Yeah. 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 Why, why set up Christian DDP the Monday night before? Yeah, there was hardly any build for some of these match. matches. I mean, you had a weak build for a few of these matches, which was not... It's not WrestleMania, but saying that, we're going to get that potentially this year. So, you know, <coughs> Braun Strowman. But, um, you know, <laughs> one of them. Apparently plans for Braun Strowman, potentially, he might not even have an in-ring spot this year. So, you know, it could be, it could be, it could be a skit guy. Oh, great. Yeah, it's not great. Not great at, no. at all. He's penciled yeah. in for a few bits and bobs. So, but apparently there's nothing set in stone, which is a fucking shame because he's the most over guy on Raw. So, you know, it's. You need him on the card. You need him wrestling. Yeah, all this hype and build and just having to pay him backstage. Yeah. Yeah. And the exactly. biggest thing in the WrestleMania season happened for him. Basically, you know, he got cock blocked by Alexa Bliss, basically. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying that angle on Facebook. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I actually think it's the only, it's the only thing I'm enjoying on that. To be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah, hey ho. So yeah, um... WrestleMania 18. Go check it out. Absolutely. At least check out Rock Hogan. If you like yeah. wrestling, you'll like Rock Hogan. Gotta be done. Got to be done. So there we are, folks. That was WrestleMania 18. Uh, join us next week on week three of the Road to WrestleMania from the Lost Art of Wrestling for WrestleMania 30. And my choice. And Paul's choice. Will there be more everywhere moments? Will there even be an everywhere moment? We shall see. What was the Summer Sizzler series? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? And why is the franchise wearing Triple H's hat? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wrong show. Wrong show. I'm back. I'm back in the room. <laughs> so join us, shall you? 
But for the last out of wrestling, I've been Coxie. I've been Billy the Boy Wunkle. And I've been Paul THG, Paul the Haggai Flinders. And you've been watching WrestleMania 17. No, you haven't. 18. Boom. 18. Right Come here. On, in Houston. No, wait. In Toronto, Canada. <laughs> in the Superdome. Good night. Bye-bye. That's